Episode 182. Wait. There it is. October 18th, 2017 is today's date. You are listening to the Spanish Announce Table podcast, a podcast about the wonderful, wonderful world of Spain. Professional wrestling and also Spain. Uh, joining me today is uh, just another two-man show again this week. This time it's my fault, but that's okay. Uh, Brando. Yes. How are the you? The same two men. That's right. <clears throat> that's right. It was just us two last week, wasn't it? I don't know. I actually haven't seen Scotty in about a year and a half. It's been over a month now for me, too. Yeah. Four full podcasts. He's still on the show? Yeah, I, I did hear from him finally. He resurfaced. Okay. Uh, but could only do Thursday this week. Oh. And unfortunately, I couldn't do Thursday. That's right. Albeit, I tried. Oh, my God, did I try. No one doubts you. But I uh, couldn't couldn't make it happen. So Maybe next week he'll be back. He did send his picks in, though, so. Oh, fuck. It's possible that he might, uh, might win himself a championship after having not been here for four weeks. <laughs> Which would be kind of the best Scotty way to do something. That's right. Uh, what's new with you, Brando? Oh, God. I, for, I always forget you ask this. Um, not a heck of a lot. I saw the new Kingsman movie last night. That was yeah. really good. Was it better or worse or about the same as the first one? I would say slightly worse. Okay. Which still makes it a, a, a damn fine movie. Sure. Uh, it is. Uh, I don't know if you'd like it. I'm trying to think of the movies you like that are are like it, but it's that very over the top, stylish action movie. Hobo with a shotgun. Sure, maybe a little more upbeat than that, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's a very fun British, Brit, Brit comedy. They say bruv a lot. Okay, that's gonna piss me off. Yeah, <laughs> but that's all right. It's like all if lot. it's Brit saying it. That's, like they that's, say it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> especially in the first one. Good. I was watching that again last night after I saw the second. Well, fam, some fam in the second one. Seems like no. the British people like the word fam. Did more they than... start fam? They might have. It's very possible because fam feels like an internet thing. Yeah. Whereas bruv feels like something. Just their way of saying bro. They, yeah. Yeah. Or brother. Bruv. Yeah. What up, bruv? Yeah. We go get him, bruv. All right, bruv. <laughs> Cheerio, bruv. Um, yeah, other than that, not a whole lot. We ate a big bucket of chicken last night watching wrestling. Yeah, we did. And a shitty Oilers team. Oh, oh, heavens, yeah. Mm. It's, uh, it's been tough to watch so far. What are we, one in four? Yep. Some people had us pegged to come out of the West this year. Did you see that Vegas stat today? No. They are the first team to start, or they are first expansion team to start 5-1 and one yeah. since 1917-1918 season. Which is the inaugural NHL season when the Montreal Canadiens did it? Where, where, yeah, where everyone was having their first season. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. A hundred years ago. That's good for them. That is good for them. As someone who went to Vegas a little bit before their team got uh, got going, 
it was just like you could see the merch in all the stores well, the and everything. Thing, yeah. yeah, everyone's like everyone seems so excited. Totally. People hear you're Canadian, and be like, "Hey, we're getting a hockey team, <laughs> eh?" I'm like, "Yeah, I, eh? so I heard." Eh? Yeah, they probably don't say eh. <laughs> or they do because you're Canadian yeah. and they're trying to get you to watch they, their like, hockey really, team. Really, really, yeah, put the emphasis on it. We're getting a hockey team, eh? Eh? <laughs> Uh, that's good. Um, that's pretty much it. What, uh, we didn't play any Cuphead this week, you and I. No, we didn't. Because, uh, I was very hungover. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Matt Eads and, uh, Kevin are streaming a whole bunch of things on there. Yeah, they've kind of, uh, they've got, they've got the podcast stream on their shoulders right now. Yep. They just keep going. You could literally tune into that thing at any point in time. They'll be playing that fucking Divinity yeah. game. As long as it's not like the middle of the night. I, I, I forget. I think on Sunday, I think I popped in like three separate times, hours apart. Yeah. And every time just went in, dropped a little too sweet and got the hell out. And there you go. We're keep not going to watch voice. that. We just keep Still going. with you. Power through. We're here for you, except I'm not because I'm going to leave because I don't understand this video game that you guys are playing. Yeah. Uh, but that's all right. Um... Uh, I don't know. There really wasn't anything I did either. I went out and got drunk Saturday night. That's right. Um, I guess I can tell the story of my pickup line that I used on Tinder. Yeah. Warren's um, on Tinder, for those that don't know. Well, it's because I got drunk. Yeah. On Warren, Saturday. Sorry, yes. Warren has a Tinder. Yes. For those who don't know. Um, Decided it was a good idea in my drunken stupor to uh, download the Tinder app for the third time in my life. First time being legitimately, second time being also drunk, mm -hmm. which I deleted, I think, the very next day. This one I've kept around because I'm excited to see if this line ever if it hasn't I'm gonna give it a week. Okay. By Saturday if it hasn't, then right. it's that's that's it. But feel got, free to correct for all the spelling mistakes that were in it. Sure. And, yeah. Um I got uh I got real drunk watching the others game as they've lost fucking twelve hundred to one against mm -hmm. the Ottawa Senators on Saturday. Yep. And um matched with a young lady. Okay. Who is uh, actually from Sherwood Park, as I found out afterwards, based on who her mutual friends are. Right. Um, and uh, matched her and decided to use the following pickup line. Okay. Hey, blank is mm -hmm. her name. I won't say her name. I spelled her name wrong for the okay. record. So that's <laughs> second word. Fuck that up. There you go. You probably a, didn't even read your pickup it's, line. It's also a three-letter name, which I still somehow managed to fuck How up. How many letters did you put? Three, but okay. I put the second two backwards. Uh, the ugly store what called. What kind of name is this? They are looking for you. They're rebranding to a babe store and want to put you on display. Oh, see, you just, you give her the roller coaster. Yeah. You make her think, oh, this isn't what I need right now. Is some joke about the ugly store. Oh! Or, or, oh! or she gets all upset of like, he's calling me. I'm going to get tear this guy a new one. And then she reads through and goes, oh, oh. And oh. then she laughs because she's yeah. relieved that yeah. she's not being called ugly. That's In true. fact, she's being called a babe. It hasn't worked. I've got nothing. I can say Crickets. I'm a bit of a ladies' man, and I can tell you girls love to not be called ugly. It's Right? Yes. That's how things work. So. That's right. Well, and they see. I mean, she knew what she She matched me. I don't hide what I do for a living on Tinder. Right. So funny radio guy makes funny comment. Yeah. You should have expected that, right? Yeah. Nothing. You Fucking should know what you're crickets. getting. Yeah. If it's a radio guy, you know what you're getting. Ghost town. Now, here's the thing. You know how some people can link that? Well, you might. You, you can link your, your Instagram account onto your Tinder. Okay. So I'm able to access her Instagram account. Do I or don't I follow this person before she responds? Uh, I'd say Discuss. you... I mean, I think the right answer is you don't. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but I think there's also got to be a certain amount of time 
before you get to the point where, well, she's probably not responding. Mm, maybe she deleted the app. Maybe she got drunk, yep. deleted the app before she saw my message. That could be. So maybe you need to go on Instagram yeah, yeah, and like, up, just pick a random picture and be like, hey, I'm pretty sure that you deleted no, your Instagram. No, just use the same line. <laughs> yeah. Just the same line on one of her pictures with the spelling mistake again to show that I care, but not enough to spell properly. Yeah. Not too into this just yet. You got to work for that. Exactly. And work for the proper spelling of your name. I'll learn what order your three letters are in (laughs) when I'm good and ready. Uh, Yes. So I did that. That was fun Sunday, waking up and seeing that I'd done that. That's first. Never never done the drunk Twitter message. I've drunk texted before. Oh, yeah. I've asked coworkers for nudes when drunk before. Right. Uh, Sometimes on other people's phones. But never, never done this one before. Yeah. That's a new one. Always something new. Always something new. Uh, other than that, today was a busy day at work. Uh, we are recording this, as I said, on uh, the 18th of October, which unfortunately, uh, if you listen to the podcast last year, which some of you loyals may have uh, who are from the States, you would have heard us talk about the uh, Tragically Hip's final show, mm-hmm. uh, final concert, which was broadcasted all across uh, the CBC, which is you know, like a publicly funded TV station across Canada. Uh, that was watched by, it was the most watched live TV event, I think, in history, was it not? Uh, yeah, one-third of Canadian, all Canadians watched it. Right. So Talk it was about the final one. Yeah. Massively watched thing. Anyways, we talked about that quite a bit. And the reason it was their final show is because the lead singer, Gord Downey, was diagnosed with terminal brain cancer and uh, essentially was just not going to make it. So they did one final tour where they went all across Canada and, did all these dates and then wrapped it up in their hometown with this live broadcast. Uh, unfortunately, today he uh, he passed away. Mm-hmm. So being working at a rock station in Canada who plays more of that band than any other band on a normal day, um, yeah, we were we were all hands on deck today. I woke up around nine thirty, which is weird because I usually don't wake up before ten thirty, even eleven some days. Right. Uh, checked my phone. I had a message from you. I had a message from a couple other people. And uh, well, I said, well, let's, let's get to work because we yep. got some stuff we got to do um, because I'm now doing music. I don't know if I ever said that on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Now that uh, one of the girls at work has a baby, she's on her mat leave. I've tagged in. That's pretty much all you need to know. Um, so, yeah, I had to come in and schedule music all day. And then we had this special that we aired, uh, which is only for Bell, our owner company, whatever you want to call them, father company. Um, so we had to put that in and it was, it was a tough day. And like the, the shitty part is that you got to go on the radio and try and still have fun. Yeah. It's, it's like, towing that line between, uh, uh, kind of keeping people happy at a sad time. And, well, and every single, every second song rather is tragically hip yeah. with the imaging in front of it that says 100.3, the bear remembers Gore Downey. And like a, a clip of him from an interview or something, and it's like, well, you're reminded every three minutes yeah, that this guy exactly. has passed away. One of Canada's icons has he's died today, so it's like, well, can't really usually tell the usual dick jokes that we tell on a day like right. this, so you're kind of handcuffed to it. And mm-hmm. I did not cry. I was shocked. I was shocked that I got through the whole show today and didn't cry once, although I came real close at one point. But, um, yeah, it's a sad day. It's a sad day. He's Even, a man's Canadian icon. Right, even if you weren't a fan of the tragically yeah. hip necessarily, like, which I, I think you aren't. Right, I like I, I would never say I dislike tragically hip music. Sure. Mm-hmm. Even like the cultural side stuff aside, even just hearing it, I'd be like, oh, I don't dislike it. But I only ever listened to the tragically hip when it came on the radio. Right, 
Um, so I have a very small dosage of what they're all about. I have their, their big hits that get played regularly on the radio. Whereas I know there's just layers and layers underneath that. Mm-hmm. But like as a Canadian, you just have so much respect for them, whether you listen to them or not, just because of the fact that like everyone in Canada is so like, I'm very proud to be Canadian. I think Canada has a lot, like a large percentage of their population is very proud to be from Canada. Sure. And I think that a big part of that is because of Canadian identity and a big part of Canadian identity is the tragically hip. Yeah. Like there is literally no other answer to Canada and music. What do you think? That's it. It's like tragically hip. Yep. And then like steps and steps and steps. And then you start thinking of like Rush. And Celine stuff, Dion. Celine Dion. Yeah. Shania Twain. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. And, and it's not just that he was, he, he really wasn't anything crazy of like, oh, what an amazing singer or anything. He was a poet. Like the dude wrote better than anybody I think yeah. will ever write a song. Yeah. Lyrically. You would just like every now and then you'd be listening to the music and then you'd actually listen to the words and you'd be like, what is even going on here? One, he lived, <laughs> slept, and breathed Canada. So all of his songs were about Canadian stuff too. So anybody Talk living Chen. in Canada is going to hear those lyrics and be like, that's fucking, I used to live there. Or I have a cousin that lives in Bob Cajun or whatever. Yeah. Like it's it's that. It's his charitable contributions throughout his entire career. Always a humanitarian looking forward to, mm-hmm. or looking to the forward or to the future rather and talking about all that stuff and even I was just listening to the special just before we came in here and like the, the he takes this moment on this broadcast of their last show where you said like you said the third of the country is watching this and he mm-hmm. takes this moment to address the hardships that have been dealt to uh Native American tribes across Canada that listen we fucked some shit up yep. 100 years ago and they still haven't really been righted yet. No. And one of the quotes that they, the one of the presenters on the special said was like, it, Gord essentially was saying that we're not fully Canada yet until we right these wrongs. And it's crazy that even in this moment of him realizing this is the last time I get to do this, mm-hmm. I'm going to die. Yeah. I'm sharing this moment with millions and millions of people across this whole nation. He still was thinking about the future and even after he's gone he wants things to get better and yeah. that's just speaks to him as a character and that's why it's not just oh what a great musician that was just one of the slight few things that he was so amazing at he used his platform to do good which mm. is and the amount of stories you hear about him like consoling other people who he had told mm. that he was going to die yep and it was just like then they weep and he's like ah it's going to be okay it's going to be yep. okay like when he told uh was it Mansbridge that he said that too yep fine i got this or whatever he said yeah genius so anyways that was uh that was my day today a lot of that mm. a lot of dealing with that so it's too bad crazy day uh other than that i, I got nothing I, I didn't really do anything past week mm. oh i played a little bit of the wwe video game oh sure that pertains that to this makes a lot more sense yeah um it's 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 a step in the right direction for me as a wrestling fan that career Good. stuff uh, is good. It's it's still pretty basic. Like they're the mistakes that they make, like spelling mistakes and stuff. Where I'm like, <laughs> it's 2017. How do you not have a goddamn spell check? Reading this, like, are yeah. you kidding me? Um, but there's areas where I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat. I'm okay with that idea. 
The gameplay itself is good. They, it visually looks amazing. I think it's tough for a video game to not look good these days. Right. Especially 2K. I feel like they, as a sports video game franchise, they, I think, have the best looking games. Mm -hmm. Like, if you look at those basketball games, they're fucking insane. The, oh, yeah. The likenesses. The and the soccer ones. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, fucking grass. But it's it's not horrible. I would still, I, and I've only played maybe like six hours, seven hours total of it, so. I'd give it about a six right now, mm -hmm. five point five to which a six, is, which is an improvement. Yeah, um, we'll see if I sour on it soon enough, but it's not bad. It's got a good roster on it too, which is cool. And I do like the backstage stuff. It's just you can go around talking to everybody for three weeks and nothing will happen. That's mm. that's what I don't like. Where it's like, well, if I don't gain anything from talking to these people, then why am I doing it? I should just be able to go and wrestle, and then that's it. And even when I was watching you, I saw both moments of like, oh, this is really cool dialogue that they wrote for Bray Wyatt or yeah. something. And then also in the same hallway, very close, oh, here's some generic dialogue that they could have literally put any wrestler in. Mm. And the wrestler that they did choose to put in kind of didn't make a lot of sense. Lesnar said something. Lesnar said something really like, I'm like, hey, kid, your future looks bright or something like that. Where it's like, you would never say yeah. that to anyone. Yeah. Fuck off. Keep working hard and it's all yours. And I really don't think it would be that hard for like those select few characters to just write. Like Bray. Yeah. They obviously wrote something specific for him and that's good. But I guarantee you that I'm going to see him in that hallway and he's going to give me some generic thing some yeah, other week, exactly. right? Yeah. Or it's like, why can't you just have like a select few lines for these characters and maybe they just don't pop up as much. And that's yeah. how you don't get those same lines over and over or, and over again. And in wrestling story games, I've always been a fan of like, you don't need... All this variety. Like, don't advertise the fact that it's like, oh, it could be any superstar at any time. Right. Have these, like, kind of prepackaged storylines mm -hmm. that have some branches to them. And then once you're done one, then you go into the other. And then that allows you to kind of write them better because you're like, okay, we have, like, five different Survivor Series things that could happen to your creative character depending on what you've been doing. And they most of them circle around Kevin Owens being your rival. So write all of those cool Kevin Owens things. Then maybe you get to the point where you've trimmed enough of that down that you can actually have guys voice these things. Um, and, like, I would almost rather have, like, I'd, I'd like something in the middle, but I'd almost rather have something that was purely, like, every month was scripted. Everything you did every month was scripted than have this thing where it's, like, trying to read and react to all your match wins and everything, and then everything kind of gets all clustery and everything. Mm. Like, I totally wouldn't mind if it was like, here's one year in the life of your created superstar. Your first feud is always with this guy. Your second feud is always with sure. this guy. And then it gives you one good playthrough where it's really well written and well done. And if you want to do it again, then you can do it again. And that's the thing is that I think this game has branches, right? Where right. if you... Because there are certain matches where they say, we'd like you to lose for us. But you don't have to lose, necessarily. Right. You can win, and then something will happen, which is something that I did. So part of me wonders if maybe I had lost. Because I moved out of NXT pretty quick. I got put into the title picture in NXT right away. Mm -hmm. So part of me wonders if I don't win my first match in NXT because they want me to. If I don't win that... um. Does that mean that I don't get the title? Does that mean that I don't move out of NXT fast enough? Does that mean that I'm mm. different when I get to the main roster? Because it just seemed like because I was winning, because I didn't remember to change the difficulty to up it until I got in out of NXT, yep. it just felt like I was like, okay, I was there for a month, literally one month, where I did yep. bing, boom, boom, the 
takeover thing. I win the title, defend it, and I'm out. That's it. So it was just, which is fine. I'm not saying, because that was one of the things I complained about last year mm. was that it took me fucking 20 hours of gameplay to just make my Raw debut. And then I do nothing for another 20 hours. And then you get a fucking tag team title shot. Like it's like a little bit quicker than that. But now it almost feels like, well, it took me an hour to get out of NXT. So maybe something in between the two extremes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also really toe the line of like, it's fake. Yeah. But no, it's not. Well, and it's weird because I feel like in this game watching you, I've seen it a lot where it's like hit you over the head with like, it is fake. Because mm-hmm. they're being like, hey, you got a best of five series, but don't win them too early. Yeah, don't win them all in a row. Like, And I, as I assume a real wrestler would be like, I intend to win Here, all three. Here's the perfect example. Yeah. I'm on Raw first. Triple H is the authority person on Raw, right? He's He runs the show. Yeah. So he comes up to you. And said on my first week, he's like, "Listen, listen, we need you to, we need you to go out there and lose tonight." Mm-hmm. Okay, sure, I'm a newbie, I can do a job, and I even one of the dialogues is like, "Yeah, no problem, just make sure that you know that I'm not going to do this every single week." No problem, whatever. So I go out and lose to Mark Henry was my round. I'm like, "Oh, well, yeah. that's kind of dumb, but whatever." Yeah. And then week two was uh, Big Show, right. and he's like, "We need you to do the same thing you did last week," and I like. Okay, but this is maybe the last time or something They're like that. They're obviously building towards a big Mark Henry big show fight. <laughs> and I go out and I lose. And then the third week, he's like, we need you to lose to Braun Strowman. And I'm like, nope, not going to. Or I think I said, uh, yeah, this is the last one, right? And he's and then Triple H goes, well, it is the last one because, unfortunately, I don't have any room for you on my roster, so I'm going to have to send you back down. Oh. I'm like, you can't. Oh, that's not. Job what for the you. fuck are you doing? So I got all upset, and then I went out there and beat Braun Strowman instead. Yep. As um, you just went rogue. Yep, just kicked the <laughs> shit out of him. Four-star match, beat him. Yeah. And then I uh, came back. So that's the that part is the, it's fake. I need you to go out there and lose. Yeah. So you're like, okay, you're going like non-kayfabe with this. Right. And then I come backstage, and Triple H goes, uh, what the hell was that? You're, you're trying to piss me off or something like that. I asked you to do something. And then there's this dialogue when I clicked it because I'm like, well, I have to just to see what this looks like. Yeah. Where your character goes, uh, I don't respond to anyone, queen of queens. And then he gets all upset. Oh, how dare you call me queen of king queens? I'm the king of kings. And I'm like, okay, but is this like, is this supposed to be like, I'm thinking this is on TV because there's no. Right. There's Are no... you insulting the man with a camera present? or <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's, That's weird. Very strange. So he fired me. Yeah, uh, but then died. I would fire you if you called it. As I was about to leave, Dan O'Brien was in the parking lot and said, "Come work for me." So now I'm on back. fucking slumming it outside, waiting for talent to come yeah, out. That's right. He uh, he appreciated that I stood up for myself, just like he did sure. when he occupied Raw, which is a, literally almost word for word the line that he used. Good. I occupied Raw, and I like what you stood up for yourself. We got a spot for you. It's the land of opportunity in SmackDown. So now you're over there on yep. the blue brand, in a feud with Ziggler in that okay. best of five. Where I lost the two, well, it made me lose the first two yeah. via like actual cutscenes, mm-hmm. and that's the last thing I did. There you go. So I'm down 0-2 to Ziggler. You gotta get back in there, champ. See if I can win three straight. And 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 he promised me that the fifth match, should it get to a fifth match, will be on the pre-show at the pay-per-view. So <laughs> starting low, starting yeah. low, but working my way up. Old that's Andrew right. Warren is his name. Andrew Warren. Andrew Warren, because that's the first time in my life. That they've had the word Warren in the video game uh, under the what the announcers will say. And I got all excited. So I'm like, well, I got to make use of this somehow. So I made it my last name. And now there's some fucking glitch where Michael Cole keeps calling me Washington. 
I'm like, oh, first time in my fucking 10-year-old me is losing his shit that my name's in a video game finally. And you're calling me goddamn Washington. Remember the last time you were playing, I was like half asleep on the couch. And every now and then, penetrating my sleep would just be this like, oh, big scoop slam by Washington. And then Warren like being like, oh, that's not my name. (laughs) Pissed me off anyways. Um, If you're thinking about buying it, maybe wait. Okay. So even get it on sale. I can guarantee you that that was your review last year. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Although I think I got to a point last year. I'm like, don't buy it. <laughs> Unless it's true. free, don't buy it. Yeah. This one, I'm still I'm still hopeful. We'll that hold no hope. There's some cool things in there. All right. There's enough elements of coolness to... Uh... The one thing I don't get is they still don't have a goddamn Fatal 5-Way. The biggest you can do is Fatal 4-Way. Why? You can do a Royal Rumble where there's six guys in the ring. Why can't I have a fucking 5-Way fucking... Because then when there's pay-per-views where it's Fatal 5-Way and I'm doing the live stream, i got to pick which person I don't want in the fucking match. Horse shit. Yep. Horse shit. Anyways, I've ranted enough for today. Shall we do the news? Well, yeah. For what I have. <laughs> okay. And now. Spanish announced table news. Brandon Lynch. More embarrassed. Layeth the newseth down. Uh, the WWE seamstress. Oh, you're going with this one, eh? Yep. <laughs> I wasn't even going to do this <laughs> one, but let's do it. I was, let's, di- let's do I was it. digging for shit. <laughs> um, said that she wished Matt Hardy was dead. She said, I hope, that, in reference to who the fifth person was going to be on the team, the Miz's team at mm-hmm. TLC, yep. she said, I would love if the fifth man was Dead Matt. Did I say that? De- dead Matt. Dead Matt. Like, inferring that like that should be his new gimmick, like broken, dead, instead Maybe. of broken Matt, dead or Matt. Like, literally his or she wants him to die. Should be <laughs> she wants him to die. Would be Dead Matt. His, hu- or his wife said, bitch... You've seen both me and Matt about 20 times at TVs and have never said a damn thing. Shut up, pussy. Say it in person next time. Say, hi, babe. What's good? That's in capitals. Mm -hmm. Twitter fingers. Just remember, I ain't got a job to lose. There's also some line about one of them saying the other one's pussy stinks or something like that. That's disgusting. I'm and then, not putting that in my newscast. I was also reading something where the seamstress claimed that Rebby had hacked her Twitter. Okay. And was arguing with herself or something. <laughs> I don't know what the that fuck That would is. be pretty funny. That woman is insane. Which like, one, Rebby? Re- oh, okay. God, because she's the one that fought with Anthem and started the whole fuck the owl thing. And right. was on Twitter blasting everyone. And now this, over, over literally nothing. Apparently, Ryan Satin, a spokesperson for the WWE, declined to comment on this. Of course. Why would you? (laughs) And probably just went to the back and shook his head. Ryan, can you comment? (laughs) Bitches be bitches. All right. Thank you for your time. (laughs) Good. Just laughs at the person asking him for comment. No, I'm not going to comment on that. You moron. Well, well, Warren, that's... uh, That's all you got? That's uh, pretty close to all, right. to all I got. I'm just thumbing through some reviews of WWE 2K18 while I try. Oh, uh, nope, that's not news either. Well, let, allow me to tag in then. Triple H's nutritionist says stars don't use steroids. Yeah, 
That's good news. Uh, if you've noticed, there's been no Bo Dallas on TV as of late. Mm-hmm. If you've noticed, Bray Wyatt has only been pre-taped as of late. Okay. And if you've noticed, JoJo has not been present as of late. Rumor has it, all three of them have viral meningitis. That's not good at all. Uh, which, uh, the, JoJo being in there is, is a unfortunate confirmation of that whole rumor as to right. why Brave split up with his wife, I think. Uh-huh. Um, PW Insider has confirmed the word backstage at Raw was that Dallas has been kept home due to il- illness, although no specific illness was unnamed, or was named, sorry. Uh, the site also says that Wyatt and JoJo were kept home as more of a preventative measure in case they were exposed to the illness. <laughs> um, I bet you JoJo was exposed to the illness. So there's no word on... Ray probably calls his cock the illness. <laughs> uh, usually, it says usually this takes about a week to 10 days to heal from, but it can take up to two months depending on the person who has it. Meaning that if Bray really does have this sickness, there is a chance that he will not wrestle on Sunday. Or if he has been contaminated, do you want to risk him and put him in a ring where everyone else is going to use that very same ring? Yeah, and how do you? How can that be spread? Can that be spread through... Uh... I assume it's like a cold. Like just germs, airborne. Really? Okay. I, I don't know. Yeah, it could be. I was thinking maybe it was like something that had to be like fluids passed, exchanged. Let's find out. Viral meningitis is contagious because the viruses that cause the disease are generally easily passed between people. Okay. Enteroviruses are present in the feces, Ooh. mucus, and saliva of infected people and are transmitted through direct contact with an infected person or surface. Yeah. yeah so don't, if he's sick he and be, touches the mat and somebody else touches the mat, that's no... Wrestler, wrestler's going to be touching the mat that right. night. So. Unless they just roll out a brand new mat, but then Finn's going to get it. Finn's going to get fucking it. Fucking spiraled. So there's a chance this match does not happen because they're doing some weird shit with two brothers and JoJo. It's fucked. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's, yep. What happens behind closed doors at the WWE does not stay there, apparently, is the moral of the story. Uh, that takes care of that. Supposedly, Neville has been unhappy with his WWE position since January. No. Uh, according to a new report, SI reports that the WWE star, who is rumored to have walked out on Raw last week, which we talked about, has been miserable in WWE since the beginning of the year, uh, which I believe was right around the time that he started with Aries, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good stuff, too, wasn't it? It was. It was great, actually. Uh, the site notes that his walkout occurred nine months later than many people expected it to happen. As far as his release, the outlet reports that he angered Vince McMahon and is uh, betting on himself to find success in Ring of Honor. It also reiterates reports that Neville has been particularly unhappy since his title match with Austin Aries was moved from WrestleMania to the kickoff show. Yeah, and then I heard he was pissed off that the kickoff show wasn't on the DVD. Yeah. So. Um, I know that Meltzer had reported earlier this week the direct quote was, uh, Neville is as good as gone from the WWE, so. Take that for what you will, I guess. It's been a while since we heard this name, Brando. Mm-hmm. Hit me with it. New details on a potential return to Survivor Series for The Undertaker. Oh, I thought you were going to say Bob Backlund. <laughs> uh, obviously, on Raw, we saw what happened with Kane returning. 
Wrestling Inc. revealed that there is speculation that the Undertaker rumored Survivor Series could be to team with Kane. Belief is that Kane is back because Roman has been bragging about retiring Undertaker at WrestleMania. According to speculation, Undertaker and Kane would team up at Survivor Series uh, against the Shield. Um, where's that one line? I don't want the Undertaker for? to wrestle while um, you're finding this other line of this story that makes me mad. I think he should WWE, retire. WWE wants Undertaker to finish his career at the same place that he started it 27 years ago. Well, for fuck's sakes, but then it's just going to be like, yeah, but he's it's so close to Mania, he might as well do one more Mania. And, and then the Mania's going to be over. He's like, but he's got to end his Survivor Series. Hmm. Yeah, I don't want that to happen either, but it is just a rumor. That's just people speculating I on, I think it'll be against the Shield. Right. Uh, no, I do think that that is the reason that Kane is back. That makes total sense, but mm-hmm. like that's the extent of it. Uh, Summer Ray posted on Twitter, and I quote, Get your wig glue, ladies. This is your only warning. You only have a day and a half to do so. Wig glue. So that seems like a tease. She's coming back to wrestle to me. Get your wig glue. Ready, Brando? So no, she's going to snatch you bald. She's going to snatch you bald. <laughs> Uh, Brie Bella is targeting an early 2018 in-ring return. Can't wait. And speaking of walkouts or asterisk walkouts, Nia Jax supposedly is upset about uh, her position and the way she's being handled in the WWE. Reportedly walking out of Raw on Monday. Uh, turns into news that has come out since from PW Insider that uh, she's been granted a leave of absence for, quote, personal reasons. Mm. Uh, some people said that uh, she quit. PWI Insider or PW Insider reported that she has not quit. Um, she was not there on Monday, even though she was originally slated to be there. Um, yeah, so. Uh, Jax is no longer scheduled to film material for the new season of Total Divas this week in New York City either. What? So. She was going to be the best part. <laughs> it's because she's not like the rest of them, I think, is why mm-hmm. she would have been the best. Um, Ryback insinuates... I'm just going to read headline because this headline is great. Ryback insinuates female wrestling fans have mental issues, wouldn't date one. Get that hand. <laughs> also, SmackDown rating hits five-month low. So Good. And that is the news. Do you think we're just going to keep hitting was. new lows every six months or so until there's like three wrestling fans left sometime in 2082? I guess, yeah. That's just how it's going to be. It just never seems to – it seems to spike when they put a big show together, mm-hmm. but it never it – do, it's not going up ever. No. There's never like this six-month six month period where it's like, oh, ratings just started to climb. When it gets back up, it gets, just says, oh, it's the highest it's been since February of this year. Yeah. But that still is low compared to – February of the year before. Exactly. So. You're right. It's probably not going to get any better anytime soon, but that's okay. All right. Anything else? Mm, well, I gave you all mine <laughs> a long time ago. Okay. Well, let's do Monday Night Raw. Now get the guns, the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall. The saints, no cross the nation. And it's a The Moda Center, Portland, Oregon, home of the Ducks. 
Well, not the building, but Oregon is home. Oregon is, yes. That's what I meant. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This Brando furiously shakes his head at me. Uh, Kurt Angle opened the show talking about TLC and the Shield getting back together. He was interrupted by the aforementioned Shield making their old entrance through the crowd, wearing their old gear with the old theme. That's pretty cool. It was cool. I'm not. Zero, Hotel Indigo, Echo, Lima, Delta. Well, Kurt zero. talked over all of that, which sucked. I know, and then like looked confused <laughs> when the music hit, and like kind of looked like to the oh? to the Titan Tron. Oh? Yeah. Oh. Um, I like that they used the music. I mm-hmm. like that they came through the crowd. You can't not have them come through the crowd. I don't know that they needed to put the vest back. Put on. the vest back, just because that is Roman. Mm-hmm. Roman just maintained, and the other two branched off. I yeah. feel like the other two, if, even if they are reuniting the Shield. They don't need to dress like they used to. But even Roman, like Roman, is, hasn't even been using the vest, has he? He wears that like kind of Seth Rollinsy X Men looking thing now, doesn't he? he? Yes, but he still wrestles with a vest on. I guess so. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's not the full on vest. It has his own logo on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it still is essentially the same thing that he used with the shield. It just I don't know. I don't know why that bugged me so much. I'm like, no. <laughs> it just it was there. We're officially back moment. Yeah, and it, it was their gimmick. Like, they were like sure. SWAT. Mm-hmm. So, but you're right. They did kind of evolve out of it even before they split. So, I'm not sure why they said, well, let's go back to the beginning version of it. Because you're right. Like, Ambrose stopped using the, the tack gear before, mm. before the shield split. Right. So, the other thing I noticed was Seth Rollins didn't do his uh, dive over the barricade. Head first. Yeah. Well, it's a little tougher with a title belt, maybe. Oh, he had a title belt on. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, maybe that's that. why. Yeah. There was that one time where he slipped, too, so maybe he just no. doesn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Which Almost was like exactly himself. why I wanted to see him do it and <laughs> see if he'd fall. Um, how come when the Hardy Boys came back, they didn't uh, go back to the old mesh see-through shirts? Uh, that's what I want yeah, to know. That's good. I, don't know do I don't know if anywhere on the planet makes them anymore. That's a very good point, I guess. <laughs> well, the crazy seamstress should have hooked him up with it. Oh, because she she's going to hook Matt Hardy up with anything. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting with whose vagina smells the worst. Yeah. Uh, Jason Jordan. Uh, no, sorry. I skipped through the rest of that. Uh, made their old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They surrounded the ring as they usually do, which is weird. Because I'm like, you guys going to beat the shit out of Kurt Angle right now? Like, yeah. what the? And the, but then I had this moment of like, oh, they should be mad because he just randomly allowed them, the other team, to have a fourth guy who happened to be Braun Strowman, which seems extremely unfair. Uh, so they surrounded the ring, cut a promo about how good it was to be back together. Roman's still getting some booze, maybe a bit less than he has been. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is still. a very, very, very good crowd, by the yes. way. I'll say that yes. right now. Yes, all show. The whole way through. Yeah, they were doing exactly what they should have been doing. They were it was, they were like kids being told a story. Mm. They were getting excited at the right parts. And um, So, yeah, Roman kind of did a thing and was it was acting very ornery yes. towards Kurt Angle. Yeah. Uh, saying you better get out of here or you're going to get your ass beat or something. And then Seth went, relax, big dog, or yeah. big dong, depending on how you heard it. That's right. Um, but- Actually, it's busted. Big dog, remember? <laughs> uh, they were talking about how good it was to be back together. The Miz, DeBar, Curtis Axel, and Braun Strowman came out. Angle, <laughs> Angle told them uh, this match is not happening tonight. Um, but booked a uh, no, he didn't know that was later. Jason Jordan, Paul Cruz, and Titus O'Neil taking on the club and Elias. Um, the club and Elias started this segment with the usual, ladies and gentlemen, Elias. 
-hmm. and the three of them sitting on a stool in the ring, and I immediately perked up and went, oh, this could be very good. Yep. Uh, and it did not disappoint. It no. was a little weird, but yep. it, I thought it, it was, was funny. It was the club doing their kind of like they just kind of do random dumb bullshit noises so, and yeah. And I feel like Luke Gallows. He might. I'd never. I don't know where he's actually from. He he might probably is southern, but I feel like since the uh, holy shit, why am I blanking on the, the Southpaw thing? Yep. That he really over-exaggerates his is, southern accent even more now, yeah. even just when he talks. No, like, He's giving the people a little bit of what they what he knows they want. Right, which is good. Um, they did they whole... had nothing. they have nothing going in just true WWE no. fashion. The only thing they have going is that Southpaw thing right now. Mm-hmm. So They did a thing where they just made random noises warming up their vocals mm-hmm. uh, and then sang um, Nerd to Kurt Angle's theme. Yep. Also, the Honky Tonk Man theme, which I legitimately pop for. Right. Um, it was good. I liked it. It was funny. Yep. It was it was entertaining. It was something for them to do, which I is liked, nice. And I liked the three of them together. It mm-hmm. seemed like a very good fit to me. Uh, and what are they doing? They're coming up with more three-man teams, maybe, huh? <laughs> it's true. Uh, unfortunately, they lost to Jordan, Cruz, and O'Neal. Cruz hit his spin-out powerbomb on Anderson and got the pin. Mm-hmm. Paulo Cruz getting a pin here. I, I can't even remember the last time that's happened. It's been a while, I think. Cedric Alexander defeated Jack Gallagher, who now is apparently a heel. Yeah, that uh, is what happens when you don't watch 205 Live ever. <laughs> just that might have happened three out, like, weeks ago, for all I know. But I, it did. It did the, the, the package they showed was like, it showed the heel turn, mm-hmm. and then there was like two more weeks of footage after that leading up to this match. Jeez. Which, but I can't. I will say I appreciate them giving me a video, video package and grabbing mm. me by the hand and saying, "We understand that you don't on. watch this show. Yeah. Here's where we are." Well, at. especially with a match that is not going to be on the pre-show. No, nope. I think they really need you to know what's going on if yeah. they want to. This is a real, a real tag match. Um, <laughs> Alexander defeated Jack Aller. Kendrick was in Gallagher's corner and tried to interfere, but was fought off by Rich Swan, who was in Alexander's corner. Alexander won by pinfall with the lumbar check, and that is your tag match for the pay-per-view is uh, Alexander and Swan against Gallagher and Kendrick. Gallagher wrestles in dress shoes now. It's fucking weird. It is weird. I don't know how he does it. No. He's not slipping all over the place. You wonder... He's got, like, flubber on the bottom of him. Well, and flubber makes you bounce. That's I don't think true. it's actually a friction agent. Good point. Um, yeah. I, uh, I wonder if that's something that when they ask you to do that, if he's, like... Fuck that! That's gonna suck. Or if he's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. I do that all the yes. time. Yes, I'm gonna break my neck one day. But that's anything you need, Vince. I wonder if like all that stuff is like designed to look like something, but fit like something else. Like if those Maybe. shoes yeah. are like Actual wrestling grip boots, on the but bottom. they're yeah. yeah. That'd be actually pretty cool if they mm-hmm. did that for him. Uh, all right, Miz TV had Miz, Axel, and Debar. Debar special guest Braun Strowman. Uh, they bragged about how easily they could destroy the shield. Uh, Curtis Axel, extremely over in the segment with the with the live crowd. Yeah, there's some, there's he is which was perfect. He is getting, and I even heard it a little bit last week. Yes, um, slightly. Uh, he's he's starting to get over as like the guy who everyone wants to see wrestle and acknowledges that will like never. He's Damian Sandow. <laughs> exactly. He's, he's, he's anybody who you put with the Miz that never wrestles. Yeah. Becomes Damian Sandow from now on. Like, that's just what he's getting. Right. And then everyone gets super excited because they're like, oh, turn him loose. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they and it worked perfectly that this crowd bought into him so much 
because of what they went on to tease with a fifth member, mm-hmm. and the crowd wanted it to be Axel, and everyone kind of assumed that it was going to be Axel. And they had well, to- and The Miz even said during his thing, and the fifth member, and was like stepping away from yes. Axel with his like finger in the air, like he was about to point at him. And like they were strongly hinting at it. Angle interrupted. Um, <laughs> came out and said, if Strowman defeats Reigns in tonight's steel cage match, Miz's team gets a fifth member uh, to take on the Shield. But if Strowman loses, he's out of his spot, and it goes back to a three-on-three. So you're either getting a three-on-five or a three-on-three, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's cool, I guess. Yeah, uh, unique. They don't do that mm-hmm. very often. Uh, he also made a tag title match between Ambrose and Rollins and DeBar, but banned all Miz and Shield team members from ringside for both of these matches. Sasha Banks and Alicia Fox had a match. Banks won via submission with the bank statement. Uh, Fox snapped after the match and later attacked Banks backstage, doing more of the crazy Fox gimmick again, mm-hmm. where she was kicking the ropes and she pushed an official, which if you go on WWE.com, she has been uh, fined okay. for attacking a referee, which is status quo. Yes, as you should. Um, so th- this is where they're going. The man this. said, what are you doing? I'm a referee. He also got a handful of uh, Sasha Banks' bootay. Yes, sir. he fell down. So veteran move from you. Mm-hmm. It's not his first time. No, nope. no, it's not. I mean, not. there's no Earl Hebner strategically <laughs> placing rolled. him under. Yeah. <laughs> strategically placing himself under women. But <laughs> uh, Enzo made his entrance, ran down Kalisto. Kalisto interrupted with his old music again. Yeah. They've already abandoned the music that sounds like T.J. Perkins, yeah. which they shouldn't have made in the first place because nope. it sounds like T.J. Perkins. Exactly. Um, music is in a state of flux in WWE it's, right it's now. It seems like the there's a lot of superstars We got no pyro, tunes. so nope. we'll try some weird shit with some music for yeah. the next three months. That's back to the Lucha, the Lucha Dragons music, yeah. eventually. Which I think is fine entrance music. Totally. One of those guys should be using it. I agree. And we saw this week that the other one isn't, so why not him? <laughs> um... <laughs> God, I lose my spot a lot. That's all right. Uh, he said he's going to defeat Amore on Sunday. He was attacked from behind by Drew Gulak, Arya Davari, Tony Nese, and Noam Dar. And Mustafa Ali tried to make the save, but he and Kalisto were beaten down by Amore's crew of five. I get that Amore, they're trying to play him up as he's got the most money. Mm. He wears uh, Louis Vuitton and whatever, Gucci. He's got his gang now. And he calls everyone Fugazi and Fugazi. says that clothes are Fugazi as well, which I don't know how a clothing can be Fugazi and a person. I don't know what Fugazi means, it I could guess. It could just is be the... dope, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, anyways. Uh, he, but... knew what, he knew that uh, Rey Mysterio's mask was Louis Vuitton <laughs> That's right. Well. He did say that at one point. Um, I just Even the whole thing of, oh, I paid these guys off. It just doesn't make any sense. These five guys all beat the shit out of him three weeks ago. It's like, I don't. I would really, really love Mm. this if it wasn't for the fact that these five guys just switch so fast. But I guess you can make the argument that, well, they're heels. So he started paying them and now they're working for him because they have no moral fiber. They have no backbone. Um, I don't dislike the whole Enzo thing as much as a lot of people do. I feel like I am paying attention to cruiserweight segments. Sure. Which that's I fair. which yeah. I didn't do because the cruiserweights had a match earlier in the show, like we were saying with the uh uh Jack Gallagher thing, mm-hmm. which I also didn't give two fucks about. But then as soon as Enzo's kind of main segment comes out, then I'm like, oh okay, I'll pay attention to this. This sure. might be good. And Enzo is interesting to hear talk. Yep. 
So um, that that is worth a lot. I think I would have preferred this to have been somebody somebody new, not a cruiserweight, yeah, a bigger dude for him to have a bodyguard. Be like, everyone's against me in this division. Everyone hates me. You all attacked me three weeks ago. So now I have protection, and it's this gargantuan individual. Big show. <laughs> Maybe I guess the like, biggest dude. <laughs> um, Fugazi means Fugazi. fake. Oh. So a person can be fake and clothes can there be fake. There you go. That makes a lot of sense. I thought Fugazi was a good thing when you were saying those mm. things. All right. Um, tag Team Championship match. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins against DeBar. Mm-hmm. Ambrose. I can't believe they still make Cesaro talk with that's that mouth so guard in. That's so stupid. Like, maybe because he's a, maybe, I swear it's a rib. I know. And, and that's what I was going to say. Maybe because he's a heel, too. Everyone's like, oh, the crowd will love making fun of him. Sure. That like, makes sense. I guess yeah. you're right. But at the same time, I think Cesaro's always been the kind of heel that the crowd has as much respect for that when he does talk, the crowd's just kind of quiet because they're like, oh, that poor son of a bitch. It's funny because he can't talk without the mouth guard. <laughs> he can't grab the brass ring. God damn it. It's fucking ridiculous. The He's, oh, he just sounds like the... The whiff. I don't forget famous. Like, it just sounds yeah. so stupid. I hope we are the bar. <laughs> and he's the one that says the catch. Yeah. We don't just set the bar. We are the bar. <laughs> Stop it. Big mouthful of marbles. <laughs> uh, they lost in this match. Mm-hmm. Um, Ambrose hit the dirty deeds and pinned Cesaro to retain. They did kind of what they did when they all three got together the first time, where it was a rapid succession of... Seth throws one guy. Dean takes the dumb the bounce, fucking bounce yeah. off the second rope and clotheslines him, and then he hits the knee, and he turns around and hits him with the, yeah. the DDT. Just a bunch of finishers. Really quick. Boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. It's it, it, it always looks cool. It does. I, I love it. I yeah. think it looks really good. Finn Balor came to the ring, cut a promo on Bray Wyatt, saying that Wyatt may have tricks, but he has some of his own. Uh, he got really close to the camera. So, so if you did not watch this, let me paint you a... Uh, audio picture here. Word picture. Uh, he's in Close the ring. Eyes. He's in a ring uh-huh. surrounded by a sold out, very hot crowd, as we mentioned. Yeah. Lots of people looking at him. Yeah. He gets walks right up to the camera, which is kind of like at his stomach, looking up at him. Yeah. And says, "I have tricks of my own." And then the camera flash. It doesn't. It didn't even really cut. It just kind of wipes. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's in the demon makeup. Right. Which is now orange because yeah. it's Halloween and he needs to look like a fucking Halloween costume. A pumpkin, yeah. And then he continues talking. No, he doesn't continue. He, I got tricks of my own. He becomes yeah. a demon. It wipes back. Right. And he's still in the ring. And they're trying to make us think that he is flipping in and out of this demon character yeah. in the middle of the ring. Right. Which is, on paper, a cool idea. Sure. He can do this. He can... Yeah. I still cannot remove myself from the fact that this guy is standing in front of thousands and thousands of people who are looking at him and then looking up at the Titantron when he's on the demon and then looking back down at him (laughs) and then back up to the pre-taped demon thing. And it's just, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. And I guess probably the reason that they wanted to to have him like have that that angle where he's looking down at the camera is so that the crowd can't see his face. Sure. And then the crowd's like, Oh, he's actually changing his, his colors. We just can't see it. Mm. But the problem is, is at the end of the day, we as wrestling fans sit here and be like, you can't possibly change your face right. in front of thousands of people. So we know how dumb this must look in real life. And and backstage segments are totally different. And that might make me a hypocrite. Yep. But I feel like backstage segment, like the Bray Wyatt thing, 
was the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, that's kind of fucking cool. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, shit. He's totally another person now. Yeah. But I just, I cannot remove myself enough to believe. In and part name. of me, th- and, and I think you're right that they don't want the crowd to see his face, but I yeah. think it's, they put that camera down low so that you don't see the crowd turning their head to look at the Titantron sure. and then turning back to look at him yeah. when he flips in and out. Yeah, both ways. It's fucking stupid. I did not like this. And I did like the makeup. Yeah, the orange is okay. And I, I, first of all, orange is my favorite color. Sure. Second of all, I don't think it hurts for him to change it up a little bit. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. He always should. Yeah. He, and that's like what I get, he did I get him not WWE. doing green or purple or whatever. Yep. But, like, play with it a little bit. Because I remember the first time he came out and he was doing the Jack the Ripper thing. Granted, that wasn't different makeup. Just costume, But man. as soon as he changed up his, his kind of look coming out to the ring, I was, like, hooked. Because, yeah, pre-WWE, he did, like, like a full-on Venom one. Yeah. Where it was the tongue flapping out. He was, like, Hannibal Lecter once. Yeah. Thingy, like, on like the I, stretcher. And, and I get that they want to the market ring. it as the demon is just this demon that looks the same. But yeah. I think you have to. Like, I think you should let him be as creative with that mm-hmm. shit as he wants. Every different program calls for a different variation of the demon. Sure. He's got to bring an extra layer to the demon out yeah. when he faces Bray Wyatt. Because now Bray Wyatt is Sister Abigail. Mm-hmm. Which I'm still not ready to completely write off until I see him wrestle in what I assume is going to be a dress with a veil that is charred from burns. Yes. I am assuming. He's like just going to wrestle in a dress. But. <laughs> it totally, That's probably the right thing to do. It just is funny when you put it so simply. I know. I know. And, <laughs> so and, and Sister Abigail, I assume, <laughs> is just Bray Wyatt in a dress. <laughs> um, but I, I... What's his finisher? The the brother Bray. Okay. <laughs> I Br- don't know. Bray's hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a fucking shitty bear hug. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... I the meningitis I, transfer. <laughs> I've soured on this already, which sucks, because that first week I was all in. I was like, yeah. shit. I, I even said on this podcast, I didn't think they could bring me back into this program. I've already kind of lost it, but again, I'm not going to... I'm going to write this off as a complete failure until I see what it looks like well, on Sunday and, and they part wrestle, of the, if they do. Part of the problem is that he has not been around, which you can do sure. as many backstage segments as you want, but mm-hmm. there's something about not having them interact or win matches uh, that makes it kind of fizzle out. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Mickey James, they'd been teasing that Mickey James had to find a mystery partner all night. Uh-huh. They've been doing a lot of this lately, which mystery I partners? like because I like uh, oh, who's it going to be. Yeah. But, but they shouldn't do it exactly. They should not do it as often if it's not going to be somebody special. Yeah. Because then, I just I, I stop caring about them. Yep, right. That's so fair. it was it was Bailey was her mystery partner, which is why I was a little underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking on the team of Emma and Alexa Bliss, Mickey hit the Mick kick and pinned Bliss. Excuse me. Bliss. Um. Yeah, they they've really booked Mickey strong for this. Yeah. Title match. I don't know. Uh, I don't know which way it's going to go. We'll get to our picks later. But. Yes. Uh, main event: Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns in a cage match. In a cage match that Braun Strowman said, "We don't need a door," and there was still a door on it. I think he said, "I'm going to get them to lock the door." Was that what it was? Yeah. Okay. So I was. Which they and, did. Yeah. Right. And no one got out the door, which is what I wanted because when when they announced it, and he was like, "I'm going to make them lock the door." Uh, I was like, I honor. swear to God, thank you. I was like, I swear <laughs> to God, if someone escapes out that goddamn door, right. or even if the ref opens it at any point, sure. I'm going to be pissed. But as a man who threw another man through the cage not three right. weeks ago. What is a door to Braun Strowman? <laughs> <laughs> um, so during this match, uh, Reigns is about, he's over the top, essentially. He's he's climbing out. Yeah. 
He's hit Braun with three Superman punches while he was crotched on the rope mm. and also a spear, I think. Uh, was at the very top of the cage when Debar come running out, even though they're banned from ringside. Right. What is that? When has that ever stopped anyone? They uh, came out and climbed up and never touched Roman, which I thought was dumb, that they didn't even at least reach for him. They just climbed right. up and like, okay, we're in position, guys. Give him the old waving fists. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, why, you, yeah. come down here. I'll give you the business. Um, the and business. The, and then uh, Ambrose and Rollins come out. And they pull Debar off of the off of the cage, mm-hmm. uh, and they brawl to the back. Meanwhile, Miz is on commentary for this whole match. Yes. So they brawl past the announce table, and Miz kind of follows them, and they go through this fucking door that was this. So Miz closes it to lock, so presumably, yeah. lock them outside of the like arena. Top down bay door. Right. Yeah. Uh, one of the very same styles of doors that. PWA's commissioner Andy Anderson got thrown into by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Exactly. And if you don't know that vague little reference, picture like an Indiana Jones uh, (laughs) door coming down. It's the same door that they like to throw people into backstage. Exactly. It's the door that makes the most noise. noise. It's like a bay door. (laughs) Except this one was like power. I think usually they're like you pull the chain and then release the chain. and This was the slowest closing door of all time. Where he's like pushes the button and is like maniacally twisting his evil mustache. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's slowly but it's like going down. <laughs> centimeter by <laughs> centimeter. It took like 10 minutes for this fucking door to close. Yeah. That kind of sucked. Uh, but it finally closed. I was closes. half expecting someone to like crawl out from underneath yeah. like right before it came Do down. Do the Indiana Jones. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, anyway, so he smiles and they go to commercial and we come back and he's now back at the announce table. Um, they had already teased that Axel was going to be the fifth member and then Braun Strowman convinced Axel to go take out Roman Reigns by himself. So he goes to do it. Uh, and just as he gets there, he sees all three members of the Shield. And then we find him later hanging upside down from a forklift. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Uh, which was very funny. A great moment. Um, and then he's Miz is interviewed and says, Curtis Axel was never my fifth member. So we automatically have written him off. That's fine. Then, uh, so let's go back to the main event. The uh, Miz is at commentary. And um, they're going back and forth, and Roman is now back in the ring because Braun grabbed him with one arm and pulled him back into the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who should return from beneath the ring from the pits of hell? There's only two people who ever do it. The one and only Kane, who uh, come out of the ring, choke slammed Roman, who was just bewildered, shocked by this. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, two choke slams, I think, and a pile driver, Tombstone. Followed by the power slam from Strowman, and he gets pinned, and Kane is your fifth and final member of Team Miz. This was a uh, a, a decent surprise. Of we, all the times for us to not we, guess Kane. We always joke at every surprise. It's, oh, it's like going to be Kane. It's going to be Kane. It's, it's got to be Kane. It's got right? to be Kane. It's got to be Kane. And the one time we don't yeah, is when it's it Kane. never and fails. And we got a legitimate pop out of it. Did. Probably half because we were surprised and half because we thought it was so funny that this was the only time we didn't guess Kane for something. But yeah. um, And and I know that a lot of people were ragging on the ring thing. I, I think it still looks cool every time he fucking does it. It looks it comes cool out, yeah. for a body to magically appear from underneath the ring, but not just crawl out to bust through as though he is coming from hell, mm. even though he's fucking Mayor Glenn or whatever. I don't know if he won his race. Yeah. Was um, he Mayor Knoxville was what he was going for? Yeah. I think it's 2018 is when that vote actually happened, so I think oh, he's technically okay. still a candidate, but maybe just a short run here for him. Mm. Um, 
But it just, I, I think it looked cool. I had no problem with it. I thought it looked great. It was no, a cool moment. Yeah. And and I was still like, ah, do I like this? And then you said the thing about, oh, maybe he's coming to get, avenge his brother because yeah. Roman destroyed it. And I'm like, ah, boom, there it is. That's, That's all I needed. That's a real thing, yeah. That's all I needed. It's something that he can hang his hat or his mask on when he uh, has to, like, get on the mic next week and explain what the fuck he's doing here. Right, why he's with The Miz. Yeah. And who he got traded for from SmackDown where he got drafted a year ago. <laughs> Exactly. Just just need a little bit of continuity from you, Vince. Yeah. Please. Just let us know. Just, you don't need, need to give us very much. I don't ask for very much. Yeah. You drafted the man to SmackDown. He did yeah. not wrestle there once. Yeah. He is contractually obligated to wrestle. Right. He is owed dates to SmackDown. So who did you trade in return? Yeah. Maybe even SmackDown a wrestler get? to be named later. That sure. will at least That's appease fine. us for a little while. Draft pick. Yeah. Exactly. In, in future considerations. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's uh. That's that's raw. Studs and duds. Uh, my stud <clears throat> is going to be the ma- the main event match. I sure. thought it was really good. Me too. Uh, my dud. Everything. Like the backstage and the whole segment yeah, was yeah. tremendous. Yeah, I, I thought it was well done. Uh, my dud, I think I'm going to give to the women, the Mickey James thing. Sure. Which... The match. Actually, no. I'm sorry. I'll give it to the, cru- the Jack Gallagher thing. The cruiserweight thing where I was like, oh, now they're the second... You mean the Enzo thing or the Jack Gallagher? The Jack Gallagher thing. Okay. I didn't mind the Enzo thing. Uh, the Jack Gallagher thing was like, oh, this is the second biggest cruiserweight act in town now next mm-hmm. to the Enzo thing, if you want to call that a cruiserweight thing. And right. I still, like, the guy is turned heel. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Even when they gave me the prepackaged thing, sure. I was like, oh, now I'm up to speed on that, and I'm going to go take a poop while still this don't match care. is on. Yeah. It didn't even make me care. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it to those those uh, cruiserweights aligning with Enzo. Okay. Seemingly out of nowhere, it just didn't make You're sense dead, yeah. to me. I would rather have it be somebody new and mm. big that justifies it. My stud, uh, also the main event. I, was, mm. I thought it was really, really good. It was good. a good match with a lot of other stuff going on. For a go-home final match, too. Yeah. Like, that's when's the last usually, time we were able to yeah, say that, right? Usually garbage. All right, SmackDown. The Key Arena in Seattle. Home of the Ducks. Washington. Future home of the Seattle Flames. Yes. Uh, The show opened with Daniel Bryan, obviously from Aberdeen, Washington. Mm -hmm. Got a uh, rather large welcome. Um, Did the usual Daniel Bryan smile and look into the crowd and, okay, guys, stop it. Oh, gosh. I've been chanting for my name for seven (laughs) minutes. It's still cool to see that him get that, even if it is his hometown, really the only place that gets it now. It's still always cool to see that yes chant go bananas. Yeah, it, it is. Seattle is always a great, great at reminding you how big Daniel Bryan was for a while. Yes, because sometimes you forget with his new role, mm-hmm. but then you see that, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember where every Monday Night Raw ended with everyone yesing. Yep. Um, uh, he hypes up the show a bit, then said he needed to address someone who disappointed him at Hell in a Cell. He began talking about Sami Zayn and their history. In the ROH, not mentioning that name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zane interrupted. Zane said he's still the same. He's still the same music for the way uh, for the record as well. Yeah, no, God, they got to change that. Yeah, and we're even getting... with him ironically dancing and making fun. It, no, you gotta. Yeah, because even like change it. as much as I know it's ironic, it is still too. It's too baby facing. I enjoy like, chanting it. Yeah, when the too. Oilers win, they play that song. Yeah, it's happy. Yeah, when the Oilers have won, well, have yeah. won that one game. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, 
Uh, Zane said, uh, okay, sorry, hold on. And talking about Sammy Zane, uh, Zane interrupted. Yep. He's, he's still the same beard. guy that he's always been. Yes, he does have a great beard. Very well kept and perfectly straight hairs. Uh, he just reclaimed ownership of his career. Zane said that he and Brian have a lot in common, but Brian had the support of the fans. Zane said that if Brian had been a little smarter in his career, he wouldn't have had to retire. Mm. Which got him some pretty good heat, which was good. Yeah. Um, I really liked him going after the fact that, because I always thought this, when Sami Zayn started, I always thought, I was like, ah, he's got like that look that he could be the next Daniel Bryan in terms of being like the everyman who's a great sure. wrestler, right? Yeah. The the, the hipster uh, everyman, everyone likes him. Mm. Um, and he was right when he said like really the biggest difference was just the crowd ignited for Bryan and didn't do a whole lot for Sammy. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that they're using that as his his excuse where he said I did I was the good guy I did all the nice things I played it straight and then the fans didn't hold up their end of the bargain yeah the fans didn't get behind me and make it so management had exactly to push me yeah he did everything that it, that the other guy did yep and more yep and for some reason the fans just wouldn't didn't work yep. Um, I, I, I really still like the dickish smile that Sammy's pulling off. He mm. kind of like tilts his head to the right or the left, or even sometimes like, like if you try to do that, picture yourself trying to do, give yourself a double chin where you kind of like tuck your chin down yeah. and roll it. Yeah. He does that and does his smile. He just looks like a real dick when he does it. He's really mastered that, which is good. He needs that. I think one of my biggest problems with this whole thing is I still can't see him as mm-hmm. an actual dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he needs that really big. Oh shit! Moment yeah. that where like he just comes out and calls somebody a, a fucking dick see or you next I don't Tuesday. yeah I don't know something like that. You uh, should say "see you next Tuesday" because <laughs> it's, it's on SmackDown. That's not bad. And then we'll be like, oh, <laughs> I get it. I got. You, <laughs> I'm with you. Kevin Owens came out, ran down Brian as well. Uh, they said Brian has become the thing he hated the most, and Zayn called him a sellout. Zayn thanked Owens for sparing him the same fate, and they hugged again. Brian left. Said he was going to find a couple of guys to punch them in the face. Uh, I like that line about the same thing. It's it's still that the thread that they're taking mm-hmm. with Daniel Bryan here, which is still weird that they kind of have this whole promo written around a guy who can't wrestle. Yep. Um, was that he's become the management that he once was always up against. Mm-hmm. I liked that. That was a really cool line. Sure. Like, yeah, he kind of has. But I mean, like it. It works really well for a heel to say it yes. because I think for me as a fan, you're like, well, no, he hasn't. He's like, not he's, corrupt and yeah, he doesn't screw people over. Right. It's uh. it's very much just the heel saying it. And, and as a fan, you being like, oh, they're nothing alike. Totally different. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte Flair, Naomi, and Becky Lynch taking on Lana. Lana. Tamina. Tamana. And Natala. Natalia. Uh, Flair got Lana, Lana to top. Jesus, Lana to tap out to the figure eight. Uh, after the match, Natala uh-huh. tried to attack Flar Nutella with a char, but Flar <laughs> turned the tobbles and chased her off into the crowd. <laughs> the crowd. It's kind of like Irish. <laughs> uh, turn the tobbles and chase her off. Turn the tobbles. Chase her off and had a fine chickenish heart, Lord. <laughs> Um, <laughs> do we care about Charlotte and Natalia? 
Has this done um, enough to make you get fired up about it? I care about them only in that, like, I feel like I would always care about those two wrestling because they're both really good wrestlers. And, Potential and, for a very good match. Yeah, and the and the history with the like not not even the history with like having Brett and Rick involved, but just being like, oh, these are like historical, like the the daughters of historical institutions, right. In in wrestling, like. It's it's a cool story to tell no matter how many times they wrestle. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the actual booking of the feud, I wouldn't care if these were two other people. Uh, Fashion Files mystery continued with Pope Fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, they were backstage. The Ascension was in there. I think they are getting into a danger territory where, and I noticed it just a little bit with this live crowd here, where people are starting to now, like when this started, it was so ridiculous that the fans are like, I like these guys. Yeah. It's different. Uh-huh. And they're idiots, but I love them. Yeah. I think the Ascension is starting to get that now. And I think that's dangerous because then the people are just going to want to see the Ascension and the fashion police are just going to be right. brushed like, aside. The fashion police are now the like serious part of that act. Like when they said, I just want to be friends with you. Yeah. And Fandango said no and left. The crowd kind of went, aww. Yeah. Like, and you fucking, what a bunch, what a dick. You'd be yeah. his friend. What does the Ascension ever do to you? Right? They're getting that already. So they need to nip that in the butt. Or maybe that's what they want. Yeah. Maybe they're, I don't know. Maybe they want the Ascension to be the baby faces against the fashion police who are dicks to them. Sure. Or maybe know. the whole thing is a swerve and the Ascension is going to beat the shit out of them well, for not hanging out with them and be the heels. Yes. Uh, also, they pretty much came on and said that the whole 2B thing is the Bludgeon Brothers, mm-hmm. which is. Sure, the yep. two. I don't know why you would have done a fucking vignette for them and not just had them show up and be like, "Oh, we're the Bludgeon Brothers now." Sure. That's what two B is because we have these fucking hammers. And at first, because when you kind of said it to me, you you were like, "Hey, you know how they were called two B, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And you're like the Bludgeon, the Bludgeon Brothers, and I was like, "Oh yeah." And I thought it was like, "Oh, they're trying to like, they're trying to do something with that." That's kind of neat. That's gonna be the the mystery. But then when this came on, it was like them almost making fun of themselves being like, it's so obvious that it's these guys. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So you weren't even planning like a big no. reveal. You knew everyone knew. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah. But that's okay. I'm not uh, I'm not too heart strut because they didn't do something in the fucking fashion files. So. Exactly. Involving Rowan and Harper. Uh, Sin Cara defeated Baron Corbin. Corbin teased making this a U.S. Open challenge match, but then said the challenge was closed for good because he's a heel and doesn't do that shit. That's word for word what he said. Go back to the indies, because... you moron. <laughs> because I'm a heel. Uh, Sin Cara wins this match. Mm-hmm. He hit a top rope dive onto Corbin on the outside, and then Corbin got counted out in what might have been the fastest count out I've ever seen a referee give up. And the and the the count before that was super fast too. You got the six, which in like three seconds. Yeah, like, which made me wonder if the ref thought that that oh, was supposed to it? be the count. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, that was weird. First time we've seen Sin Cara in months, mm-hmm. and he wins a match here. Like right. legitimately, since he got traded for Kalisto, yeah, whatever the hell that was, he never he never wrestled on SmackDown. No, this is the first time, and he's got a new mask and different music again. His mask, I think his new mask looks dumb. I agree. It's got like something that looks like a small leather strap. It looks like, bushy. On the face. It looks yeah. like fucking Spider Man's mask yeah, like before he got a good mask and right. was the wrestler against Bonesaw. Like the one with no back of the head that yeah. you would buy from the merch stand. In in Mexico. In Mexico. Like one of those Mexican yeah. side shops. Bar- yeah, you'd have to barter for it. Garbage. Trade a chicken. 
Jinder Mahal and the Singh brothers came out to the ring. They'd been teasing all night that he was going to make a uh, announcement regarding Survivor Series mm. and what he wants to do there. Like literally the first mention of Survivor Series from a wrestler, I think. It's true. Yeah. Well, because they haven't even gotten through TLC yet. Exactly. So um, they did show footage of him in India uh, from last week. Being a face. Which, like being very facey, which all, works. All things aside, I think that was probably the fucking greatest thing for him. Like, how yeah. fucking jacked oh, up would you be to yeah. go there? Even though he's he's from Calgary and was born here. Right. He does have heritage, obviously. It's not like they're making the whole thing up. Mm. But just to go there and have people adore you because you are representing them and right. are the first person to win your title and defend that title on their soul, mm-hmm. soil, um, it's it's probably pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Good for him. He comes to the ring, uh, said that he's beaten all challengers on SmackDown, but wanted to remove all doubt that he is a worthy champion. To do that, he will defeat a person that the WWE Universe thinks is unbeatable and then officially challenges Brock Lesnar to a match at Survivor Series. Uh, he said when he defeats Lesnar, everyone will be forced to bow down and kiss his feet. Before we get into the second half of this, your thoughts on the potential of Jinder Mahal and Brock Lesnar? You're going to say the potential of someone kissing his feet. Uh, I don't give a shit uh, at all. Um, I think if there's a positive to be said about this, it's the fact that you're not wasting a great wrestler on Brock Lesnar, who is not a great wrestler. You're putting Brock Lesnar obviously in a position where whether he wins or loses that match, he is going to be just tossing Jinder around and beating the holy shit out of him. And it will either be an unbelievable squash or it will be a crazy heel upset win where he, Mm. whether he rolls him up or, or someone, I would say if Brock Lesnar loses that match, it's because Brock Lesnar's next opponent comes out and beats the shit out of him. Yeah. But, uh, who's to say it's going to be non-title. I legitimately Which is what f- interests me, I think, the most. Exactly. Because then you can have gender win. Well, exactly. You couldn't have either title. of them win if it was title versus title. Like, uh, I think Brock would win. I think Brock would win, but I wouldn't want Brock yeah, to win. I agree. Yes. No, I, totally. Like, I don't yeah. want those titles to be unified. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so I, I'm i not kidding. Legitimately sh- thought or forgot that Brock Lesnar was the champion mm. until well after the show ended. And I was like, oh, he's the champ. It's champ versus champ. Mm. You forget the things when you don't see the man for a long time. <laughs> uh, okay, so then uh, AJ Styles comes out, says uh, he's at the front of the line. He pointed out that Mahal has never beaten him. Wrong. Yeah, did, didn't even beat him wasn't clean. even that long ago. Beat him it? clean on SmackDown like two weeks after he won the title from Randy Orton. Yeah, so that's okay. Uh, he pointed out that Mahal has never beaten him and challenged Mahal for a WWE Championship. Styles uh, hit his strike combination and a Pele kick on Mahal sent him. And the Singh brothers packing. So I assume that because they are so far away from Survivor Series happening, that this is just going to be like a tied over program for for a big SmackDown. Two weeks. And then, yeah. And then you move on. And Brock probably comes out and interferes, and that's how AJ loses or something like that. Or AJ is in that match, Triple Threat. (laughs) Sure. God, Brock would kill AJ. Like, legitimately (laughs) kill him. Just like F5 him, and then AJ would just spin and go up into the ceiling. Go ahead, hit the hit the Styles Clash, yeah. AJ. Just do yeah, it. Go, I'm, I'll yeah. let you do it. Just do it. Yeah. Go ahead, pick me up. Uh, that would be actually be a spectacle to see Brock Lesnar have to sell the fucking Styles Clash from AJ Styles. He would probably break his neck. Yep. He just keep that chin tuck because yeah. he's a big dumb fucking ox. 
Uh, Dolph Ziggler defeated Bobby Roode in their rematch uh, with a roll-up and a handful of tights. I guess that's the next logical step to that. That's exactly how he beat me in the first of our best of five. That fucker. Son of a bitch. Um, that game is true to life. They did not let them have a live microphone this week, if you noticed that. Mm, After yeah. last week's goddamn debacle. That was bad. It was really bad. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens defeated Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura. When the referee's back was turned, Zayn hit Orton with a low blow, which Orton sold magnificently. Mm-hmm. Uh, then connected with the Haluva kick and got the pin. There you go. That's a big win. They needed that win more than uh, Shinsuke and Randy needed it. I agree. What the fuck happened at the end of this show? Backstage, Zayn and Owens gloated to Brian in the gorilla position, as it's referred to in the WWE video game, <laughs> uh, about their victory and asked what he had in store for them next week. Brian said it won't be up to him. It'll be up to... Shane McMahon. Oh, I couldn't re- like I couldn't. Away. It didn't click into my head why that was even remotely a big deal. Yeah. And then I was like, oh right, I guess he was pretty banged up after that Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, the man died. So that's probably studs and duds. Uh, my stud's gonna be the opening segment. Yeah, that was good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and my dud is going to be dud dud dud. dud. We just talked about it. Fashion files. No. Nope. Ziggler. Yeah, I'll give it to the Ziggler. Uh, I will give mine to uh, the Baron Corbin match. It was very useless. Nothing came from it. Mm-hmm. If Sin Cara is the next program, I don't care no. about that at all. It feels like... He always loses to Luchas. Yeah, like, I know. That's what I was going to say. to him and Kalisto twice. Because yep. Kalisto got hurt, came back, they went back to it. And now you're just doing the exact same thing with Sin Cara. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it ends, and I've seen a couple rumors floating around about it ending in him unmasking Sin Cara because he's a dick and doesn't care about... Even if that is, I don't care. I don't care. I think, personally, if I were to put the put the odds on, I would say Amore is closer to unmasking Kalisto sure. than yeah. Baron Corbin is to unmasking. They should he, they should unmask them both in back-to-back days, and then they should form some sort of maskless lucha, lucha team. <laughs> Except After, not luchas. They can't, they can't be exactly. luchas anymore. After Sin Cara is revealed. Wrestlers, wrestlers, wrestlers. <laughs> After sports Sin- entertainers, sports entertainers, sports entertainers. After Sin Cara is revealed to be the piece that is going back towards Raw on the track. Ah, <laughs> there it is. That's good. Bring that all, all together there. Wait. No, Kalisto would have to go because Kane came over. Right, yes, that's true. With the Cruiserweight title. With yeah. us moving the whole division over there, and now Sin Cara's in that division, and everyone's happy. There you go. Win, win, win. Emails. We'll do that, and then we'll do our picks after. Uh, first one from Rod Long, subject line, abort. Although fellowship of the wrestling ring. Uh, will you go to TNA when it comes to Edmonton? I will not. The fu- Is it actually coming? I don't think so. I think there's just rumors because now they're only working in Canada. They are essentially basing themselves out of, uh, out of Edmonton. Um, what? Canadian tour. They also announced a partnership with a, uh, TNA is basing themselves out of Edmonton? Is that what you said? No, out of uh, Ottawa. Oh, okay. I think you said it. Did I say Edmonton? Sorry. I was typing Edmonton. That might be why. Uh, Out of Ottawa, uh, because that's where the Fight Network operates. No, Toronto. Sorry, not Ottawa. Toronto. Yes. Um, Yes, Fight Network operates out of there. So, Uh, Let's see. Impact Wrestling World Tour. No tickets on sale for that. So I do not believe that it'll come here. If it does... 
I would like to maybe freshen up on who the hell is wrestling there and then make my decision on whether I want to go see somebody wrestle. Uh-huh. The pizza deal that I want to talk about, though. Uh, okay. One, Colton Kelly is very excited. Sent me a Facebook message at like 8 o'clock this morning. Dude, holy shit. Can't believe! Oh my god, um, it, it's a pizza that has six sides, like they're wrestling there. Uh, so and sorry, who is giving us the pizza? Uh, it's uh, I think it's I don't know if it's pizza. No, it's not even pizza. Pizza. It's not a big chain. Just the local. So it's only Toronto. in Toronto. Yeah. So why the fuck is Colin Kelly excited about it? It's just because it has six sides. Okay. I guess. <laughs> it's, it's like the I don't know. The man does weird <laughs> things. That's. Best I can tell you. I've gotten pizzas from Pizza Hut that have gone fucking schmanging against all true. sides and kind of look like a hexagon when I get them. Doesn't, it doesn't make it taste any different. No, sir. I'll tell you that right now. Um, and last time I sent an email, I said, will, I said, will Young join the Shield? I did not mean Daryl Young. It's Darren. I meant Renee Young. Oh, of course. <laughs> Got because, that. because she's married to one of the members. Yeah, that makes sense. So is she their mouthpiece? Is that? God, can you imagine? If you know what I mean. You... <laughs> I don't. Um... Oral sex. Uh-huh. Fellatio. Um, no, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, if the WWE, nice, that's a Kurt Angle reference. WWE. WWE wants to stake the odds against the Shield, why not put the other accessories of the Mistrage in this match? They do realize they are about to kill any momentum for the five guys on Team Miz. Well, luckily, I think for the five guys, is Miz never really has momentum, per se. Mm-hmm. He is not. He is. He's. He, I get. He is winning, but he is never winning clean. Sure. Um, well, the Kane is it, probably going away. Yeah. After Braun, I feel the worst for in this whole. It's not elimination. Thing. They've never said it's elimination. It's just a tag match. Yeah. So I think that factors in. Right. You have Braun think, go through like a fucking, like a big, big table stack or something sure. early on where he doesn't take the pin and he gets kind of written out of that match early. I think Bo and uh, Axel are not good enough to justify wrestling against the Shield on paper. Right. For me. You have them booked um, into a position where Roman Reigns would throw like a double spear and they would be down for the match. Not to get ahead of myself with the picks, but I think that the way this match is going to end is with Miz consistently yapping, yapping, bossing everybody around, and literally everyone just leaves him. Says, fuck this, I'm out, and he yeah. gets his ass kicked. Yeah. And he's the one that takes the pin because he's the one that started the whole thing. I'm better than the Shield. The Shield is garbage. Mm-hmm. And he tried to bribe, bring everyone in, and they all left him, and he gets destroyed. I think that's how they get out of this. So he's yeah. the one taking the pin. Um, how do you describe the shield to non-wrestling folks? Thank you, as always, for listening to the fans. I enjoy beef stroganoff. Mm. Sir Roderick Strong the second. Fair. <laughs> I haven't had beef stroganoff in I don't a even very know what it is. Time. What is it? I think it's like a you know, like a like a like a pasta mix, like a beef pasta mix. Like ravioli in there. Maybe I'm thinking of hamburger helper. <laughs> That's I've had that. Uh, let's see what Beef Stroganoff is here before we answer that last question. Yeah, the important things. Uh, 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 this is just giving me directions on how to make it. Beef Stroganoff is a Russian dish of sautéed pieces of beef served in a sauce with smintana. Is that pasta? It looks like it has some sort of noodle in there. Okay, I might be thinking of the right thing. Some, some sort, yeah. It's got like chunks of like big, thick, wavy noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like lasagna-looking noodles. Yeah, okay. That's kind of what I was thinking of. In a dish. 
Um, anyway. How do you explain the Shield to non-wrestling fans? Are we talking like from a like cultural significance in the WWE or like literally what their gimmick is? If I were to describe it to non-wrestling fans, I'd be like, I don't know, they're like a SWAT team that upholds justice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's their gimmick is that they, they are the hounds of justice. Yep, they're very, very good. They, very... they, they seek, they do their own bidding. Yeah, like Batman. Yeah, exactly. They're like vigilantes. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. <clears throat> vigilantes. And they and they and they 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 have their own definition of justice, mm-hmm. and they and, and they that can be it. it could be good or bad. Any which way, depending on the time of year. Yep. They play the numbers game. Yep. The, they cheat sometimes. Yep. Just enough to be necessary. Or they don't. They but fight if you're clean. Talking like a historical significance with the WWE, you'd have to say they're like the biggest act uh, outside of John Cena in the last few years. Yes, it's true. Biggest team. Yeah, in a very long time. DX. Yep. I guess. Could be. like Certainly one of the most well-protected, because boy, did they not lose very often uh, when it was the three of them. The Nexus was up there. I'd yeah, say the I biggest team that. since Nexus. That debut was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Blew my mind. Uh, also, the Spirit Squad. Very good. Okay. <laughs> Next email from the Mustard Tiger. Hey gents, the mustard tiger wants to know who you would have, uh, sorry, who you would have uh, all time on your Survivor Series team. Ooh. I assume we're doing the classic five man team. Yeah. So am I one of them? It's Warren Barris and four others, or am I picking five to I represent think we're picking me? Five, because you and me can't wrestle. All right. We wouldn't want to okay. be on our own team. All right, I dig this one. What would you want to do? One team? Yeah, I'll do one. You do one. Oh, okay. It'll be team war. Warren versus do we both have like the yeah hiccups it's like it's and weird. it's not even like like mine aren't even hiccups they're like little burps yeah me like, too yeah. I don't know what's going on trying like, to stifle them that fucking bucket of chicken last night could be it very well could be it um, um all right team team Warren you wanna consist of Edge is going to be okay you just go with the old back, back and, and forth? forth okay is this a draft can we pick the same person no <laughs> okay. let's let's do it that way too okay. sure Edge Undertaker <laughs> fucker. <laughs> I just I picked with my heart and not with who's <laughs> gonna win this match. <laughs> I got a few of those too. Um, Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Also, that's my heart pick because that man does not win often. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ooh. Um, I'm gonna go with John Cena. The Rock. Triple H. Ric Flair. Ooh. In his prime. I'm going to go off the board a little bit and say Randy Orton. Sure. One of the most successful. That's your edge pick, essentially. It's not even my edge. It's like a strategy pick. Sean is your edge pick, but Sean is much better. Right. I pick Randy Orton because I remember, and I don't know if this holds true anymore, but I remember a time where they were like billing Randy Orton as like the... Uh, five versus five guy because he had like been the sole survivor three years in a row or something. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's that would be a hell of a match. I'll tell oh, you yeah. that if they're on their yeah. primes and stuff. That's right. I mean, I mean even if they weren't, Ric Flair I'm, and Undertaker will turn each other to dust. And it's true. <laughs> um, I would win. I would totally win. Uh, yeah, I might take you. Edge is such a weird one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that I did like the rest are all fantasy team, and Edge is just like, hey. Yeah. Hi, guys. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
Um, do you ever see Young Bucks, Matthew, and Nicholas joining the WWE after the cease and desist? Absolutely, I do. Yeah. I think they want to, too. And I think the cease and desist is just as much fun for them as, as anything. Of course. It's, it, this is one of these things that it's a negative thing now, but as soon as they get brought into WWE, they will use that. Yeah. As this is the time that they showed up here because they knew they wanted to be here. They didn't want to work where they were working before. They showed up to our arena to try and be cool and act like because they're fans and they grew up and watched the invasion when we sent them. That's exactly what's going to happen. They'll, mm. they'll use it to their advantage when the time comes. So I don't think that that is a deal buster in any sort of way. Sure. Is Bullet Club the most culturally relevant, culturally relevant thing in pro wrestling? Um, John Cena is. I would say either John Cena and – well, no, definitely John Cena and a close second Brock Lesnar. Sure, yeah, he transcends Brock a good one too. into MMA, which kind of I think covers more of a wide base of people than wrestling does these days. I understand what he's saying, but I think it's like Bullet Club is the most like niche like – you, bu- you see a Bullet Club guy and you're like, oh, you're like a wrestling fan. If I go into that other room and say, hey, Pam, Bullet Club, she'd go, what? Yeah. Or if I went in there and said, hey, John Cena, oh, I know him. Yeah. You can't see me. Everyone knows. Like the memes and everything, it helped, right? Hell, even Randy Orton. Sure. Everyone knows Randy Orton now. Very good point. Undertaker might also be close. Yeah, he's up there. Ric Flair would probably be very high up there as well. Yeah. Yeah. But the Bullet Club, like, I under, he's kind of like taking a different, like, if we're talking amongst wrestling fans that are in the know. Yes, even then, it's it's the cool nicheness of it that makes it cool. It's like the too sweet thing, Mm -hmm. where it's like if someone throws up a too sweet, you're like, oh, you're a wrestling. Like you, you know, you get it. You watch wrestling, right? And if like you'd be like, someone could bring up John Cena, and I and I'd be like, you ever actually watch a wrestling match and know that there was a good chance that they haven't? Um, Speaking of which, we could have talked about this in news. Did you see their fix for the not being allowed to use the too sweet? Um, you told me about this. They only you? do one finger, and I don't know if it's the pinky that stays up or pinky. if it's the index. It has I, to be the pinky. I agree that yeah. it's just you use all three of these, and yeah, but that's their fix. So I like it. It's funny. They're having fun with it. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous that the WWE reacted the way they did, but that's okay. It's just, like it's almost, and I don't not to give WWE too much credit for being fun because they are a corporation, mm. but I think it's just like back and forth. Bullshit that sure. like you want to fuck with us, we're gonna yeah, fuck, we're gonna with, fuck you. with you. We but, just fuck with you in a different way because yeah. we have a big law team. Like, uh, last question the Mustard Tiger will ask you boys, uh, which team does the Sat Pod want to see clash with the Shield the most? New Day versus Shield at Clash of Champions would sell out. Bye. So, which current team do we want to see? I mean, I don't know if there's another three man team than the New Day. That's the thing, and New Day, New Day versus Shield doesn't really do it for like. Love New Day. They almost don't feel big enough for the Shield. True. Like they do have very good matches, though, which it, I think right. on a, at a certain point that I would, would cool. think I would be it would be worthwhile. Yeah. But it's just not believable enough because they're both at this point baby faces. Yeah. Uh, and on separate need, brands, so it would be tougher that way. I think you need like I think the team that I would want to see the Shield face is some sort of dream team that I have I not think... seen yet. Like it would be cool to see. Like, when they came back and brought back Evolution, I was fucking right, okay. nuts for that. Yeah, me too. But I don't want to see that again. But you need to, it needs to be someone that when you put them together, they feel important. Yeah, Shanzi's back, baby. Shanzi's back. 
Would that do it for you? And X would would that do it for you, regardless of who the third member is? Uh, no, I don't want to see Shanti come back. Still, hey, one day you're gonna answer that is yes, and then it's just gonna happen. I feel like it just it's getting more and more (laughs) no, not not going back the other way. Um, I do kind of like the idea of maybe adding a third disgruntled individual with uh, Owens and Zayn, and maybe doing them three against. The Shield. I guess you could do uh, what's their names in NXT. That's a three man team. Oh, that would be interesting if you can, but you don't want to rush them. And they're also all three indie guys, so you could do mm-hmm. that style as well. I forget what they call themselves. I can't remember. Undisputed or something like that. No. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Ty Loney writes in an email. The good, good sir, commissioner. Uh, it says, Good day, you. Princes of Maine, you kings of New England. It's your boy Tyloni here, all jacked up on Mountain Dew, Good. here to give you head fakes and hot takes. I really wish someone threw in a quick jab at Reigns in a segment about how Ambrose and Rollins got in the Shield attire, but Roman looks the same. Looks the same. I agree. Yeah, I think that would have been an easy thing for Miz to work in there, but maybe yeah. they were told not to. Sure. Don't, don't draw attention don't. to... It's, it's yeah. a thing that we have to do. I swear to God, if you say it, Miz, I'll kill you. Yep, pop you for real. What is everyone's thought on the new WWE 2K18? Uh, I've talked about that. What, of the tag teams that have broken up this year, which one do you feel should have been kept together? I'm trying to remember them all. Mojo and Zack Ryder. They haven't even split yet, but damn it, they should have been together. That's, that's bullshit. <laughs> that's the one that needs to split. Uh, who's split? Uh, there have oh, been a few DIY. I think not that, that I, I dislike that, no, it. I think that was the right split, but I think it was too soon. I I I thought it was appropriately timed for me. I'm trying to think of other ones. There's probably so many that I'm not. Thinking. Chad Gable and Jason Jordan. Sure, that's all right. Because they've done nothing with. And that was such a weird split in that there was no moment. It was just oh, he's, oh, he's somebody's he's... son and he's gone now. <laughs> That's it. Been thrust it. into a far more important role. That's the end of that. Uh, is it just me or is Bobby Roode kind of shitty when shit goes live? Granted, I never thought he was anything special outside of his theme song. However, you look at how he's performed on SmackDown and he's just vanilla. Do you think he looks better in a format where his shit can get edited NXT slash TNA? Could be because boy, was that SmackDown one last week bad. Yeah, I mean, his in ring has never been anything no glorious, never, yeah. for lack of a better term. <laughs> it was never like it was ever sloppy. No, it was just so like, by the book. Never like you had nothing that was really no. flashy. No, his spine buster is pretty dope, but that was spine yeah, that's about it. Even like the DDT that he uses is it's, not yeah. a great move. It's a very generic finisher. That's the edge executioner, yeah. or whatever the fuck. And even Edge it. wouldn't use it. And that it was often. shitty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you could be onto something. Maybe it just works better taped. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just that that because there is a there is a certain mentality of exactly if I fuck up, it's okay. Whereas it's, now it's like, oh fuck, if I fuck up, I'm screwed. Right. It's not even like you don't even know if they're editing it or if just the fact that he knows that he can get bailed out is making him a much better speaker. Right. Yeah, it's true. We have like as someone who's in the TV business, we have reporters that you put them in front of a camera and tell them they can take as many tries as they want. And they'll fucking nail it the first time. Put them out there live, and all of a sudden they're stumbling over everything. And yeah. Uh, Ty says, "How fucked is it? The GFW plays content recorded three years ago, but the commentary acts like this is happening right now. 
Uh, I did not know that they had oh. anything that had commentary on it that you could watch anywhere, to be totally honest with you. I, I assume you mean like Global Force removed from when Global Force was with TNA when they, yeah. I think, I assume he's not talking about TNA. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that that was the thing. So I would like to see that just to see how bad it is if they are really making it seem like it's October the 18th and Magnus is wrestling. No, he's not. He's not even. <laughs> The fuck? What do we watch on, uh, we watched some TNA from like Slammiversary. Slammiversary. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that was, that was, we watched like three minutes of it. And, and there, there was, was some bad wrestling. Two botches. I'm yeah. like, well, that's there. That's all I needed to see. Nope. Thank you, Fight Network on free preview. Yeah, ch- that was the best chance they had to get me. <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord, you're going to make it. me watch three minutes? <laughs> Fine. And then, yeah, two, two big botches. And- uh, did anyone know Chris Jericho has a web series on CBC called But I'm Chris Jericho? Came yes. Came across we this did. a while. Uh, I was fucking around at work. Actually, speaking of things that were filmed three years ago, that came out three years ago. Uh, was on Vice or something like that in the states, mm. uh, and CBC has just recently picked it up. I've never watched it. I've heard very good things about it. Oh, good. I've also never uh, watched it and heard nothing about it. That it's really funny. It's essentially follows his life of trying to do different jobs. Okay. Uh, he's the wrestler tries to be a. I think it's scripted, like it's it's yeah. Jerry D style sitcom-y right. without the live audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like oh, he's a receptionist this week, or now he's training to be a boxer, or you know, just random shit like that. I hate Jerry D. I know you do. I it's wanted to say wild. that on the podcast. I uh, I only referenced it because it's also a CBC show, yes. keeping it all tight. in the fam, all tight with uh, Coronation Street. Are there still tickets for the next PWA with Cody Rhodes? That is a good question. I do not have an answer for you. You can tweet Boris at BB Boris or the PWA at PWA Wrestling CA or Kurt Sorokin directly. Preferably the last one, just to annoy him. <laughs> Tell him I sent you. I don't even give a shit. Uh, after Cena, who's going to be the next superstar to break out in Hollywood? Cheers, Grizz4327. I mean, is, is the Miz too old? I just don't think he'll no, ever think he has get it? anywhere close to that level. But he's the closest to that level I, now yeah, in terms of true. him actually pumping out movies straight to DVD or Roman? whatever. But he looks Roman. good. Not a good actor, maybe. But, I mean, The Rock wasn't a good actor when he started. Mm-hmm. He got there, and he is the cousin of and looks kind of like him. That it, when the Rock decide, when they're doing Fast and the Furious four hundred, yep, it's Roman's turn, baby. He's the new, what's his name, the Rock um, in those movies, Fudge Hob. I was close. <laughs> fudge. <laughs> um, Semper Fudge. <laughs> who else? Um, Who's your out on a limb one? Give me an out. out on, go go out on a limb with someone. Who's someone that's really killing it on, like, the entertaining... Alistair Black. Okay. I'm going to say Bray Wyatt. Okay. As like a like a horror movie guy? Maybe not, though. Or just a... Maybe just because he, he's kind of been the best actor sure. yeah. because no, he's been call. asked to do this other thing. Maybe if you're like, okay, instead of being a spooky dude, be this, like, funny Hawaiian shirt-wearing comic relief guy. Sure. He could be funny. He looks like a guy who you'd be laughing at in a rom-com. Of course. The the friend the the chubby friend. The, it'll be the the um. Oh my God! Why can't I think it's one of my favorite movies of all time? I can't think of the name of it. Hobo with a shotgun. Oh, super bad too. 
Oh. He'll be the new Seth. Gotcha. That's what's going to happen. You can do that. Sure. Souls. Triple H. Um, I thought about Kane, saying Kane for a while. Triple H with his anticipated follow-up to Blade Trinity. (laughs) (laughs) What was the fucking school bus one? The Chaperone 2. Ah. This time it's personal. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's it. I think we got all the good ones. What? Uh, Maybe that's what Taker's going to do now. Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy could do it. I'm trying to think of people who are funny, who make me laugh legitimately. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Dash and Dawson? The buddy cop movie. They don't make me laugh, really. Not as much Ooh, as Gallows and Anderson. That's who I was thinking of. <laughs> Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there was somebody. Or the fashion police, maybe. Maybe. Speaking I could maybe see Breeze cops. maybe doing a... Uh... Fandango's pretty funny, too. Yeah. Zoolander 3. It's yeah. essentially just them anyway. Fuck it. I wouldn't be surprised. Itself. I wouldn't be surprised if they're in Zoolander three <laughs> as like some sort of fucking nod. That's possible. Sapot three sixteen Yahoo.com. If you would like to send us an email, mm-hmm. I accidentally closed the card for TLC. So I'm that just sounds. Pull that up here real quick. There we go. All righty then. I unfortunately because they're not here. Um. I'm supposed to pick last, but I don't know how to make it so that I don't see their picks. I guess I could have just not written them on the piece of paper. That probably would have been an easy. Th- yeah, it's re- that would be the way to do it. Yeah, and then I just have to list off all of my picks. Yeah. Well, I've already screwed that up, yes. so I I apologize. Maybe I just won't look down right now because I don't fully remember everyone's individual picks. <laughs> That's um, fine. But I've yeah, we'll we'll fix that for next time. I'm trying not to be biased. Right. Especially because Scotty was legitimately going to be here this week yeah. and then I couldn't do Thursday and it fucked him out of it. So yeah. I do feel bad, but that's all, all right. right. I'm gonna see if I can win my belt back. All right, pre show, Fox Banks singles match. I'm going to take I look down. I'm going to take well, of course. Um, <laughs> I don't know who I'm going to take. This is a tough one. Goddamn pre show matches. What happened on Raw this week? <laughs> Alicia Fox what, lost. You know what we should do? I'm going to take Alicia Fox. Okay. I'm going to take Alicia Fox as well. Um, you know what we should do? Just, I just want to think about it. We're always trying to make this better. We'll make all the picks and whatever, but at some point we should just be like, if it's on the pre-show, it's not worth points. Like all these, like we, It's been so long since we've had any good pre-show match. We don't even watch them. Yeah, that's true. Like Although make the make helps. the picks because we don't know. Sometimes they switch them around, but it just helps to avoid a tiebreaker sometimes. Sure. Just because I mean we do the tiebreaker for that reason, I guess. But mm-hmm. I just feel like that should be the last case scenario. Yeah, that's fair. On a show that only otherwise would have six matches. Because it is it is like more often than not, these picks are decided by mm-hmm. those first couple, like the pre-show match, and then one of the like the second yeah. match that no one cares about, and you're just yeah. like. Oh, I'm already up three nothing on you, Yahoos. It's true. Um, for the record, as I block off the rest of it, Scotty picked Alicia. Boris picked Sasha. Gotcha. Um, Bliss and James, uh, for the Raw Women's Championship. Good lord. I'm tempted. I am very, very tempted to pick Mickey James because I think that, um. There's, well, I know that there's some sort of a championship match record that she is going to break by being in this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, not winning it, just by being in the match. She's been in X amount of championship matches in pay-per-views. Therefore, right. she has a record. 
They also had that like African American banquet where she was honored or is maybe being honored afterwards, which I think it would look really cool if Native she had the American, title if it right? was after. What did I say? African. <laughs> yes, that is what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was trying to be politically like, correct. I wonder why they invited her to that. Wrong. I was like, oh, I see. <laughs> I just don't know if I can. If it's not. Well, the Nia thing fucks things up, too. Well, yeah, because just... if, if Mickey won it, then you could go to Nia next. But now that Nia's not around, if Mickey wins, who the fuck's your next heel up? Mm-hmm. Unless it's Alicia Fox, who I just picked to win. There you Therefore, go. I'm going to pick Alexa Bliss. I'm also picking Alexa Bliss. As is everybody. Although I'm not entirely, uh, I'm not going to disagree with you that she might be the next champ. I just don't think it's going to be right now. Yeah. You can extend it. Also, I'm very surprised that there is only one TLC match on this. There's no chairs match. There's no ladder match. There's no tables match. That's a good point, and I don't mind that. I thought the women would at least get something. Sure. Uh, But uh, not as of now. As of this recording, there is none. The Shield versus uh, Strowman, Miz, Kane, Cesaro, Sheamus. I don't know who I want to pick. (sighs) I got to pick the Shield. I can't not pick the Shield. As, As stupid as it sounds to me... I gotta pick the shield. There's a lot of ways to protect Braun and even Kane, uh, if you want to. Them leaving, I think that's the easiest way. And then Braun and Kane are taking. Yep. Uh, they are both picking the shield as well. They being Scotty and Boris, Oscar and Emma. I'm picking Oscar. I'm going to pick Oscar as well. Anybody would ever in a million years. But as I say that, because <laughs> I think that streak thing is something that they can fuck with us with. Yep. Uh, where, I mean, I would hate, as it sits right now, based on the build, based on where Emma is at, if she wins this, it wouldn't have that. It would be a moment of like, holy shit, they put Rowan Reigns in at number 30 at the Rumble again. Why are they doing this to me? Yeah. It wouldn't be a, oh, that's kind of neat. I wonder what they have planned for Emma. It's just a, no, 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 that's yeah. the wrong thing that you've done. Right, here. you've built this yeah. unbelievable thing with Asuka, and you're just like, and we're going to use it to get Emma over a little bit before we stop caring about her again. Exactly. Uh, Kalisto and Enzo Amore for the Cruiserweight Championship. I'm uh, that's me oh, first. Yeah. Um, <sighs> my, uh, when Jar Jar Binks gets his ting- tongue frozen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pick Enzo. That's my tongue. My tongue, my tongue. is numb. Hold it. They are picking Kalisto for Scotty and Enzo for Boris. And I'm picking Enzo. Ooh, Scotty's got a shot there. Scotty's got a fucking shot. Um, Kendrick Gallagher, Gallagher versus Alexander and Swanee. See, these ones... We are at a distinct disadvantage with these cruiserweight. We have no the fuck. I know what's going on. These ones shouldn't count. That's yeah. what the rules should be. I, 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 I mean, there's no like implications for anything here. It's not like, well, if this guy wins, yeah, he can get we up just to a don't title know anything match. that's going on. I have to like quite literally pick these blind. I hate being champion picking first. It's not easy, is it, kid? It ain't easy. Being cheesy. I'm Try washing going... the dishes and watching your title <laughs> go down the drain. <laughs> Literally. I am going to pick the heels. Kendrick yep, and me too. Gallagher. 
You and me have the same picks. Kendrick. I have to get Geller. away from you on one of these picks because you're going to have the last say on the time. Kendrick. Gallagher. Scotty picks one, Alexander. Boris picked Kendrick and Gallagher. <laughs> Scotty, as always, is fucking right in there or right out of there. The Demon versus Sister Abigail. If it happens. We need, if it doesn't happen, then nothing. Then there's no points right. either way, obviously, because nobody would win. Well, that does make things a little better. God, I hope he gets meningitis. <laughs> so help me. Fuck, I swear to God. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know because I don't know what they want to do. Yeah, Sister Abigail. God, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say, say it. Just don't even, don't even think about it. I'm going to say, fuck. How many more picks are there? This is it. This is the last one, eh? Yeah. I'm going to pick the demon because I got to get away from you. Because you can just one second up me on the uh, time. Um, Boris and Scotty, if this match happens, we'll both lose a point here because they picked Wyatt and Balor. So they lose. Good. <laughs> Kidding. Scotty immediately. Oh! Oh! Where's my internet? Warren's going to be in the Rumble. I'm tweeting it right now. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Santa uh, Claus isn't real. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty picked Balor. And uh, Boris picked Wyatt, a.k.a. Sister Abigail. Yeah. So me and Boris are the exact same except for that pre-show match. Mm-hmm. And then you and me are the exact same except for the what I assume will be the main event. Actually, no, uh, the Shield's probably, the, probably main the main event. Yeah, that would make a lot more sense. I don't know why they have it that way on here. Weird. Um, and then Scotty is different on... A couple. A couple from you guys. Oscar. Yeah, he's got Kalisto. He's the only one different there. He's got Swan Alexander. He's the only one different there. So, two, which means he wins on those by himself. Yeah. Uh, Scotty has picked 257. Boris has picked 302. It's tough, man. We're, we're higher on this one. Yeah. On a match, on a card that has less matches than ones in the past. 257, 302. I'm going to say. I got I to figure. I, I need the perfect number to really put the pressure on you to go over me or go over Boris. Right. I'm going to say 248. So you're calling a nine minute window. Yeah. That's a good nine minutes, though. It is. That's the peak nine minutes. I couldn't give you too much. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you would have just one minute me. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think anyone can tie, which is kind of the beauty of this. Because um, if he gets banks, then I lose. If you get the demon, you win. Oh boy, it doesn't matter. I'll still pick one. I will pick. The shield match is probably going to be relatively long because it's the shield and their first match back. Nope. But will the rest of the card be? I'm going to pick one minute. Fuck it. All right. There it is. TLC 2017 predictions. Book them. If you'd like to send us your predictions, you can also email us, sapon316 at yahoo.com, or you can uh, tweet us as well. 
at SatPod. Uh, that is the podcast. We've completed yet another episode as we inch closer towards that 200, which we have nothing planned for. Nope. But luckily is still, at this point, three months away. Yes. So. And that I can't imagine knowing the th- people involved with this podcast that anything in three months or any otherwise will eh. get planned. Yeah. It's also very close to our year-end show, which we kind of do our things on. Mm-hmm. And even closer to the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Which is the pool, which we still haven't said. It fucking rises. That's gonna be our gimmick when we start the new pool. I don't know about this. When we start the new pool, we send out last year's prize. That's how things work around here. Uh, (laughs) um, God, we're the worst. Um, All right, yeah, I think we're good. I didn't miss anything. I feel like I'm missing something. I don't think so. I'm torn as to if we play a TLC song, the TLC song. We could play a TLC song. That'd be mm. funny. Don't go um, A lesson to be learned in that song. Or do I play Tragically Hip? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm torn on. Would have been nice if... Uh, well, it wasn't a pay-per-view week. Yeah. That would be a lot easier. Uh, we'll just do the TLC. Fuck it. I played the Tragically Hip when we talked about them last time. So, um, Okay. Well, the song is Legendra by Welshly Arms. <laughs> I forgot that that's his name. All the Welshly arms. You, you know who has Welshly arms, Brando? Who's that? Mason Ryan. Because <laughs> he's Welsh and was a wrestler and was huge and had big arms. We've done that the, is a quality joke. We've done this joke. That is a quality, quality joke. <laughs> this joke has been workshopped. Yeah. I had to look up his name on Monday when I thought that joke <laughs> up. And then Brando said he was going to steal it. And I said, you won't remember. <laughs> and I was right. Welshly arms. <laughs> <laughs> this picture like flailing arms. I know, flapping around. Even though everywhere. there's not like well, like why no. Welshly? What's Welshly? What yeah. does that mean? It's it's weird. from Welsh, and it doesn't mean they're waving <laughs> them at all. All right, at Satpod on Twitter, I am at the Diesel Barris. I am Matt Brando, 1990. Uh, at Scottbox 64, at BB Boris, at PWA Wrestling CA, at Talk Reckless Podcast Pod, Talking Reckless Pod. I don't, I don't know. I can't remember because yeah. the Twitch is different than the than the the Twitter. The Twitch is pretty cool, though. You should check out the Twitch for sure. Check out the Twitch. We've always got something going on there right now. Because, yes. Well, except for at night, like sleepy time. Yes. We, uh, our people have to sleep. At Talk Reckless Pod. Reckless with an R is where you can get them on Twitter. And then you can get the link to their Twitch mm-hmm. on there, which is, I'm not even going to say it because it'll be too confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I'm on next week's podcast yet again. I do not believe I am. You were not in that chat. Because I believe I put I am not available any day. <laughs> Slacker. I don't throw those out very often. Fucking slacker. Yeah. I should have. I didn't even know that that was an option in those. You just posts. fucking send the poll right back to him with nothing oh. clicked. Oh. Even the button that you said. I that thought says it was like results. everyone just send your thing and I'll just pick four people. And if you're unlucky enough to get picked, then you're fucked. They're no, no, no. He he isn't picking people who haven't checked their box. Ah. Like it's not like if I said I can't do Saturday, he'd be like, "Well, too fucking bad." <laughs> do it or you're out. No. Uh, we are both doing the extra life. Yes, separately well. but together. Yes. I mean, you're doing it with work. I'm yeah. doing it with those guys. Yeah, I have a title belt on the line. Not saying donate to me over Brando, but you can help me. I don't even know if I'm eligible for that title belt. I don't. We've discussed that you are yeah. not several times with you in presence. Well, I don't know that you got to be there to win, brother. I don't think Matt. If said I it. get screwed out of a title for not being there, yeah. you cannot win one by not being there. That's true. That is kayfabe. Well, I mean, you're going to win anyway. Why can't you just... I'm losing. Oliver is destroying me right now. Oh, really? He's oh. beating me by 100 bucks. 
That's not destroying. That's well. If we could fucking take our bottles in and donate that to you, and you'd be caught true. up. <laughs> we should. Maybe that'll be my last ditch. Yeah. Also, I got to deal with Matt Eads, who claims that he's just gonna donate his own money to his own cause to try and beat me on the day of. So well, you can do that. Uh, that's fine, yeah. but I'm just saying I gotta I gotta go in with enough head start to right. counteract that so that it's a sizable enough lead that the he will not afford it. throw 500 bucks to beat me. Yep. So you should just donate to me, all right? Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Uh, you can get that on my Twitter. I don't know if you have your link posted anywhere for people. No. To... People, I've reached my goal and have substantially decreased my all fundraising right. efforts. All right. Well, it's pinned uh, to the top of my Twitter at the Diesel Bears. Where are you so at? 300 even, uh, I believe. Don't pass me. I'm not, I, I don't think I'm going up anymore. I'm at 550. Yet. Good. Okay. Uh, that is all. We'll be back with another podcast next week. Enjoy your TLC. And this song is Legendary by Welshly Arms. Um, you want to do it or just, should we just go out? Uh, yeah, I don't think I have one. Keep. What was the funny thing that we said Some, today? Something funny keep, happened. Uh, uh, what was the name thing your, that I was keep doing? Your, keep your wigs glued on. It, <laughs> sure. Take a look around me. Taking pages from a magazine. Been looking for the answers ever since we were 17. You know the truth can be a weapon to fight this world of ill intentions. A new answer to the same question. How many times will you learn the same lesson? It's about to be